following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I'm your host, Sketch, and with me today is... Bob Scrollo, founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... ASMRI, Derail Maddox. And... Your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. And returning... Jen, a.k.a. Tarzana. And Juice. <laughs> and Juice. That doesn't work. It's Jen and Juice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Tar- Tarzana and Juice, the- what, whatever. So, Jen, whatever. Yeah, how you been? I've been good. Lies. <laughs> You've been causing yeah, trouble on the Twitterverse as usual. Yeah, we're kind of I actually. Uh, um, we're actually kind of. Uh, well, I shouldn't say shorthanded, but definitely um, not 100% because uh, Jen and I have been battling illness. So. Yes. Jen more so than me. Well, at least you didn't have to have surgery. Yeah, touche. Yeah, you didn't have yeah, to have... We were lucky. Did you have. Did you have your full gallbladder taken yes, out? Yes, I did. <laughs> Jeez. But it's okay. Can I keep it? They just poked, they just poked <laughs> four holes, sliced it up, and sucked it out. Mm. They didn't like slice the me open, which would uh, I would probably still be recovering if that were the case. <laughs> Let's plug him and see But enough about fight. my body. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this episode, we have the usual Inuyasha recap. Toonami announced a new show coming, so we got to talk about that. And for the retrospective, we are covering 2001. So, without further ado, let's get into the Inuyasha, the final act recap. Inuyasha, the final act, episode 6, The End of Moriyomaru. Naraku revives and absorbs a demonic tree that can penetrate barriers. Inuyasha and his friends attempt to confront him, but Naraku flees without a fight, as usual. Kikyo and Kohaku pursue the rest of the nearly completed Shikon Jewel Shards and meet Koga for the first time. Moriomaru bursts from a mountain close to them, but strangely chooses to ignore the presence of more jewel shards. As Inuyasha arrives, Inuyasha's gang arrives at the mountain, Moriomaru meets Naraku with the end result being a miasma so powerful it kills everything in the immediate area. Naraku and Moriomaru taunt each other before beginning their battle. However, it is a stalemate thanks to Naraku's immortality and Moriyamaru's armor. In a shocking twist, Moriyamaru eats Naraku and gains his Shikon Jewel Shards. Moriyamaru catches Koga, but finds that his powers haven't been enhanced by the Jewel's magic. To the infant's surprise and horror, the infant is Naraku's heart, Naraku had tricked him into into having Moriyamaru swallow him in order to get through his armor. Using the Demon Tree's tendrils, 
Naraku captures his heart and destroys Moriomaru, keeping Koga captive. Koga sees the infant inside the diamond spike and attacks it, freeing himself and leaving Naraku open for a death blow. Kikyo wants to use Kohaku's shard to attack Naraku in order to protect him and save Songo from the grief of losing her brother. Moroku attacks Naraku with his wind tunnel instead and refuses to close it despite his friend's pleas. The miasma causes Moroku to bleed from his eyes and mouth as he is able to make the infant lose grip of the Fuyoheki. Fuyoheki? Yeah. Fuyoheki. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and, and suck it in. And suck it into his wind tunnel. Suck it in, huh? <laughs> Inuyasha forces Moroku <laughs> to close the wind tunnel and Naraku taunts him, remarking that if Moroku had not shut the wind tunnel at that point, he could have sucked out his heart and warning Inuyasha that, he, that he'll regret stopping Moroku. Even if his death came at the cost of the monk's own death. Severely poisoned, Moroku is near death, and Kikyo states that even her abilities of purification cannot entirely heal him. Uh, another important thing to point out is uh, Kagome was very insistent in telling Kikyo that you, she could not use Kohaku's shards. They had to find another way. And that she promised to rescue Koga. Which, by the way, she means she promises that Inuyasha would rescue Koga. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Don't let me down, Inuyasha! <laughs> by the way, you could do this for me, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah sure, not a problem. They're bouquet nice, fucking <laughs> Yeah. You'd think they'd get along better. Eh, well, you know, when you're chasing after the same damn woman... You know, I would say something else, but, you know, <laughs> you know it, it always causes a, um, how you say, a rift between the bromance. Look, I don't know how this story ends, but I feel like there's really no possible way in which it doesn't end with Kohaku giving up the shard that keeps him alive. And Kohaku's fully willing to do so. So it's kind of stupid that they're always like, no, no, don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. And he's like, I want to die. I want to die. Let me die. <laughs> he has hell scene complex. Yeah, something like that. Yes. <laughs> but, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe they'll pull a, something out of somewhere and he'll... I like happy endings, but sometimes it's a, just a little too much of a stretch to think that everybody's going to get out of this unscathed. Everybody can't get out of it unscathed. No. Somebody gotta die. I wanna die. That's somebody. Raku. <laughs> Maybe. Not oh. everybody can get one. Oh, it's it, it <laughs> so nifty that Naraku's uh, miasma when poisoning Moroku takes on the form of a spider tattoo. <laughs> on to the Tsunami Talkbacks. DBZ We09 says, Yep, Inuyasha got me lost in its gigantic maze of a plot like it does every week. My brain hurts. Drink booze and your brain will stop hurting. <laughs> By the way, good. That's the way it should be when you watch Tsunami. <laughs> Joshua Knighton writes in, Inuyasha the final act. The show that moves so fast, even the ending credits last 10 seconds. <laughs> it's okay just take a little bit of Ritalin and it'll slow down oh, for that, you that, that, <laughs> hey, it's, hey no, you know what it's, it's, no, 
Actually, you know what? I feel like it's nowhere near as bad as the boondocks where they're like, you know, hey, here's all these people that were actually in the show. And then... <laughs> you ever watch the credits of the boondocks after, like, season two? Hell yeah. Go by so quick, dude. It's quicker it's like, than hey, do. <laughs> you, you don't care. We know you don't care about these people. <laughs> yeah, all, all those I... Adult Swim original series, the credits go by so fast. Quicker than the guy that has premature ejaculation dreams. Oh, God. Mm. Classy! Oh. <laughs> As Jarrell ever is. Next person. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So, going forward, we're going to start lumping in the other shows. Allison T. writes in, Koga avoiding tentacle rape is good. Moriyamaru being dead <laughs> is good. I agree. That means I don't have to say his name anymore. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Moroku bleeding a lot is bad. Yeah, okay. Moroku had a period through his eyes. Oh! <laughs> uh, Somebody yes, speak yeah. up for not being real. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Did you miss us, Sweetums? Is that what's going on here? Who, me? Yeah, you. I was busy he's making up you. for lost time. That's what he's doing. <laughs> With as many yeah, low brow jokes as possible. <laughs> Continuing Allison's talkbacks regarding DBC Kai, Gregory really bugged me this week. Uh, Basically, yeah. Gregory was um, Jimmy the Cricket on freaking steroids. His voice is still pretty terrible. <laughs> Gregory yeah. Cricket. Gregory Cricket, the. Uh, Estranged cousin of Jiminy Cricket. They don't talk about him in the Cricket family. Oh, it's like no. you're watching for your guide, Goku. I'm gonna let this big mallet be my guide. <laughs> <laughs> Regarding Naruto Shippuden, Naruto's lacking balls, according to Sai. Oh, how I wish Shippuden lacked its padding. But I'm touched. So did Moroku. Praise <laughs> Chopper Man. One Piece is finally out of filler land, recap land, flashback land, whatever you want to call it. And regarding Gurren Lagann, good luck saving the world from total destruction from the moon, Link, I mean, Simone. You've met with a terrible um, fate, haven't you? I think we all Are have. we sure? No, never mind. <laughs> never mind, I was going to say something, but I'm not going to. That's totally Majora's Mask. Unless it's a Majora's Mask joke, we don't want to hear it. <laughs> Inuyasha-san87 inu writes in, Defy Naraku and you die, Moriyamaru, you fool. Moroku needs to lay off using his wind tunnel before he dies. And regarding One Piece, burn the flag, burn the blueprints. Everything can be solved with fire. Thanks for the life lesson, One Piece. No, everything can be resolved with fire. It can be resolved with, blo with booze, though. Blues? No, booze, damn it. Blues. Well, hell, blues and the booze go together, so yeah, I guess you can. <laughs> Jester, Next tsunami talk. Chester Slayer writes in, Street Fighter Goku, round one, fight! The best part was when he smashed King Kai's car. Yes, it was. Did he get the bonus, though? No, he didn't get the bonus. Yeah. Nope. He didn't do a good enough job. By the way, I really uh, liked that uh, episode of DBZ Kai. I know, find the bomb shelters, but um, let me just say, what? peeing for distance. The line of the night, peeing for distance. 
<laughs> Big for distance. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. As men, we have all tried to do that. <laughs> like I said, but like I said, um, good thing King Kai's planet doesn't have any snow. Otherwise, I'd be really interested to see his piss cursive. <laughs> <laughs> I know mine's good. He'd probably write jokes. Oh my god! We're talking uh, about periods, and then we go to pissing in the snow. Oh my shut up, Paul! Before I give you a dang on snow cone. Yeah. Promise. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a snow cone. All right. It's lemon Watch flavor. Huskies go. Don't you? Yeah, lemony flavor. Num num. Won't be the last. Okay. <laughs> Benjamin Pajon writes in, DBZ Kai is entertaining, but sometimes Goku is so stupid it makes me facepalm. But Piccolo and Gohan's training still was fun to watch. Regarding Samurai Jack, Jack almost got hentied. I was up watching that episode of Samurai Jack, and he comes upon some uh, beautiful creature that's trying to draw him in to take a nice nap. Of course, he can't sleep because he's constantly thinking of uh, Aku. But wouldn't you know it, this, uh, this kind of pleasant, almost sexy encounter turns bad quickly, because that's what happens in Samurai Jack. <laughs> yep. Even in Samurai Jack, you get to see the oldest working porn actor, the tentacle monster. It does it. Consistently employed since the 1600s. Damn right. Ukiyo-e. <laughs> <laughs> See, y'all learn some history tonight. And, and now we know. And knowing, and knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. on the stick. Oh, <laughs> you see what I put up with? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Andy Yoho writes in, No matter how many times I watch it, the I want to live moment from One Piece, I will never get tired of it. I want to I want to die. You skipped over Joshua. Apparently I did. Joshua Knight. Oh, instead of the... Oh, actually, real quick. Instead of uh, the one piece I want to live, throw in the Ganta I want to live as a joke. Ah. That's an idea. Yes. <laughs> it's funny because I actually marathoned it today. Oh, uh, Wonder Dead Man? Yeah. Yeah. I got to get the Blu-ray. I got it. Oh, you have to get it. It's good. Yeah. Joshua Knighton writes in, Tonight's episode of Shippuden came, can be summed up in five words. Run, door, trip, flashback, repeat. Pretty much. <laughs> These people trip more than... I was like, come on! <laughs> <laughs> These people trip more than clumsy horror movie protagonists. Y'all tripping more than a battle of Smash Bros. Brawl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving along. Shut up. <laughs> uh, not actually related to anything that aired on Toonami that night. Uh, Magna underscore Carta writes in, Why is Yu Yu Hakusho not being aired? Mm. Why isn't my show question. on the block? <laughs> you got money? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that isn't to say that there's no possibility for Yu Yu Hakusho to air again, but it's not happening now, and there's won't happen for a me. number of it's on why our... it wouldn't be happening right now. Most of them, it's on funny. Our... <laughs> well, it's on our list of possibilities for nostalgia shows that they could bring back, but, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see. Jafis N. Craig writes in, 
The editing choices for Tank and The Real Folks Blues are very disappointing. Musically, we end up with an awkward partial phrase. And now is a good time to mention that there was a music video on Toonami this past week. And here are some comments regarding that, starting with Japhis and Craig. Has there ever been a Toonami music video more visually stunning than Get Busy Living? I think not. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this was probably their best, to be honest with you. Frank, it's their most like 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, yes. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> there, there was definitely a lot of uh, effects going on. Usually, it, it's more kind of straight use of the footage. At this time, yeah. you had layering imagery. It all very nicely flowed together. Yeah, it did. I was going to say, what did you think, Jen? Do you have any deep? I liked visit? it. <laughs> Nothing deep, but yes, I really did enjoy it. It was visually nice to watch. It was. Yeah. Yes, it was so pretty. <laughs> Anybody was smoking that night, they were definitely tripping. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> On the right stuff. They must have had some really good stuff to work with. Hell, yeah. Ain't nothing like some good bud. Wiser? Bud. Wiser. Yes. Budweiser's going to come and sue us now. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. They're endorsers if they find out how much I drink. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> faithful podcast brought to you by true. Budweiser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Says uh, all my beverages have to be Budweiser now on my contract. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an awful existence. <laughs> it does. <laughs> no, we'd end up doing the uh, "What's up" video. That's what. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, I know. To not be faithful, those I miss those days. Oh yes, I do too. I miss those days when was up didn't exist. Hey Durrell, Durrell, I'm the designated driver. Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know what I mean. You gotta, you gotta look this up on YouTube. It's Bud Light commercial. Designated driver. It has um. Uh, I want to say Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, I think it was Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. Mm. Hilarious. I'm never the double D. I will say that I do like Budweiser's commercials more than their beverages. <laughs> oh, God. When it's free, I like it. Well, there goes our sponsorship. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. We got to get sponsored by a microbrew. <laughs> Hell, if we get sponsored by Guinness... We're good. <laughs> oh, yes. Nectar of the gods, yes. Exactly. Oh, let's not, yeah. let's not go back to that. Let's not go back to that first time we now met. Now we're talking. <laughs> Welcome right to now. Alcoholic Beverages with the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. <laughs> Hi, my name is the Real Maddox. Hold on, let me get this Guinness right quick. Um, Jen, please take your hand off my Guinness. Oh. No. Uh-uh. Oh. I'll fight you for it. Well, this kind of attached to me. It's because it's dark. I think we lingered longer for a little too long. Hey, I know how that stout goes. Yeah. So, more about the music video. 
goes down yeah, smooth. Yes, yes. Frank Full Metal writes in, The music video was really good. It was different from the normal Toonami music video, but I liked how it was put together. Agreed. <clears throat> Blatch writes in, Name removed. May have stolen the night's thunder, but I will still but I was still a big fan of the music video. Let's get to living. Stone. Yeah, it's a good music video. You can check it out by going to tunamifaithful.com. Yes. It's been spread across the <clears throat> Which by the way, YouTube, can you please clear up their channel so they can post stuff? <laughs> YouTube's <laughs> bots are so stupid. Oh, they are. Dude, and you, you try to call, like, there is a 1-800 number, but it's buried. You call it, and it goes to Google, and they're like, oh, well, we don't do anything with YouTube. <laughs> Bullshit, you don't. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, Somebody's like, making these decisions. Right. Stupid people. Google that's, really that's is Skynet. It's the same yeah. people that made Google Plus. It's fine. All I want to do is... <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, seriously, I just want a job at Google. Hey, remember when you um, used to be able to, you know, like, send messages on YouTube? Yeah, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember when YouTube actually had good sound quality? Yeah, I missed that too. <laughs> Doesn't help that any idiot, every idiot has a camera now and, you know, exabytes of videos exist on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It kind of took away from that's that shit I don't like. That does it for this week on Toonami. As always, please send in your commentary on anything that aired on Toonami. And we would appreciate some Inuyasha the Final Act talkbacks, seeing as that's the show we're recapping. Do you care? <laughs> for a little we, while. We don't, we don't know if you care anymore. <laughs> we need validation. Well, be... Damn it, people, we care. Jesus. Well, hey, the Inuyasha, the final act, is the only, is the only show we'll be recapping for now. Yes. Is a humongous, a humongous new show came down the pike, Sketch. That's right. And to discuss that, we're going to go ahead and get into the news. 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 From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Well, breaking news was announced this past weekend at uh, Otakon Vegas at the Anaplex panel where Toonami and Anaplex simultaneously announced in a nifty video that Kill La Kill will be joining Toonami this February at 1130. Woohoo! Teenage nudity! <laughs> now, it's interesting to note that, you know, we've been all kind of waiting for something to show up. And last year, if I remember correctly, uh, was it Blue Exorcist? Was I announced. so, yes. Yeah, and that was announced for February as well. So, you know, we were kind of expecting something, but I think Sketch will agree with me that I don't think we were expecting this. No, uh, I do believe if anybody heard our speculation on predictions this most recent year, they'd say they don't think Kill the Kill's coming. 
I mean, I, I Let honestly... us all collectively eat our shirts. <laughs> yes. I mean, I had said... I think I said 11.30, but I really didn't believe that they would actually put it at 11.30. I don't know. I don't understand. I, I don't know. Like, I'm... This is just going to be really interesting. <laughs> it's a ballsy move by Toonami. Yeah. It's, no, it's a ballsy move by Adult Swim. Yes. And you know what? Um... When you see how caffeine-addled Kill the Kill is, especially with some of its episodes, you will immediately understand why the show belongs on Tsunami, for those of you that haven't seen it. Well, Unless you people are prudes out there. <laughs> well, speaking of that. No, prudes as in, like, you know, people who completely renounce any kind of sexual uh, thing think that you know, we should still be swimming in petticoats or something. Sex is how you got here in the first place. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, you know, just when you was a twinkle in your dad's eye, you know, daddy's little squirt. Yeah. Sex is a beautiful thing. Tadpole soldier. <laughs> and you nice know, we're not supposed nice to be of it. Exactly. I was like, look, out of millions of sperm cells, I'm the one that actually cracked the damn eggshell man do you know what that means and for that we... i'm fucking awesome man mm -hmm. hot off that announcement arthur mesa wrote into us to say this i was so surprised when i heard that kill a kill was coming to tsunami in february i can't wait to see it i haven't seen the show before so if any of you guys have seen it can you tell me what this show is about without spoiling too much please dude that's a huge <laughs> spoiler <laughs> It is? Yes! Oh, yeah, what the f***? Oh, lab. I'm gonna mm. cut that out. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I'm done. Right. I'm okay. not oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's go wait, back. Wait, sketch. I, I think it's time for another So this is the gist of Kill a Kill. There's this girl, Ryuku, Ryuko Matoi. She is wandering around looking for the person who murdered her father. She finds at, uh, at his lab, a half of a weapon that's like a pair of scissors, but it's actually an extendable blade with unique properties. And she also finds in the wreckage a certain useful item that I won't go into details yet. But she first arrives at uh, Honji Academy? I... Onoji. Onoji, Onoji Academy. Academy, where... The school has a hierarchy system that is very strict, and it's ruled, it's ruled by an iron fist by Satsuki, the student body president. At that school, students are given special uniforms that have unique properties that up their fighting potential. And as Ryuko has come upon this school looking for the person who killed her father and has heard that there may be some kind of information about that. She finds that this is a place where you basically have to fight for whatever you want. And the student council president has decided to kind of take her up on her challenge, but first she has to get through all of these clubs. And that's where a lot of the creativity of Kill a Kill comes in. <laughs> because the stuff yeah, that they come weird. up with is just crazy. So it's kind it of strange, a, a spin on the old rule the school by kicking butt concept. In that sense, it's very old school. 
but there's a lot of fresh ideas. Yeah, the animation style kind of reminds you of how, um, kind of like Gurren Lagann. Well, it is like the same director and writing and stocking. Yeah, that's it's the reason like why the, I like this so much, though. It's kind of like a mix of Gurren Lagann and Panty and Stocking, stuff like that. Now, I know that's probably going to turn some people off, but trust me, watch it. You will like it. And if you don't like it, well, quite frankly, there's no hope for you. What <laughs> has happened to share Just... the same director and writer as Gurren Lagann? Mm -hmm. So that's where some... Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, it's... You haven't seen it, Jen? It is... No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, well, oh. you're in for a treat. It is balls to the walls crazy. Some people don't like how over the top it is, but just, you know, enjoy it. Don't think too When did all anime it. have to be slice of life? Come on, people. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because they saw golden times. <laughs> That's the diamond in the rough as far as slice of life anime goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Kill Kill, very over the top, very colorful, bright showy it is arguably more flash than substance but there is an interesting story going throughout of it and uh it gets a little weird and the dub is awesome apparently the dub is awesome and i haven't heard about it yes if anna place didn't have that fucking highest fucking price <laughs> <laughs> then my <laughs> yes let us all be thankful that we'll be able to watch the kill a kill dub without paying an arm and a leg Exactly, and a fucking spleen, and probably half a Donnie's a sphincter. <laughs> Speaking of Donnie's, I suppose we should give him props for having faith that this show would actually show up. Congratulations, Don. One clap for you. You get one. <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> and a middle finger. <laughs> so this certainly was a His surprising pickup, because... We definitely have uh, mulled over the possibility that it may have been a little too tough to get on the air. And as far as editing Guess goes, not. honestly, I think it was basically a change in mindset at the standards and practices. Because either you play this show without changing much or you can't play it. There's no point in playing it if you have to blur and center bar various scenes it's just silly i wonder if they're gonna uh, cut that other scene out completely though that i, I think so that i'm yeah. gonna get cut <laughs> oh when we yeah get to that scene, uh -oh, you will that scene. know <laughs> we don't need to tell you what it is but you will know oh yeah it's later in the series, series so we'll get to it have patience people Oh, yeah, we got them thinking now, though. <laughs> and if they actually Damn, leave any shred of that scene intact, oh, there will be things to talk about. <laughs> oh, yes. Kind of like in the first episode of Helsing. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like I'm going to be breaking out the DSM-5, Like I mean, baby. everybody was concerned that Black Lagoon would have bad edits and that Helsing would have bad edits. They didn't. But no. the difference being that Kill the Kills airing at 11.30 and Black Lagoon and Helsing no, aired at 2.30. Actually, 2 I disagree with that. Because I, really? I feel like... Have you seen what happens in Black Dynamite at 10.30? Oh, yeah, baby. Touche. Yeah. Touche. Basically, with Adult Swim, uh, you can't show two... You can't do TVMA before, say, 10 o'clock. It used to be before mm -hmm. 11 o'clock. 
Uh, I mean, it used to be not before 11 o'clock, but now it seems mm -hmm. like pretty much anything that they can play at any time is going to be able to air either at 11.30 or 2 a.m., or it doesn't really matter as long as it's not at 5.30 or before 10. Right. Well, here's the thing is that Adult Swim also has a track record of just not giving a fuck. That is you true. <laughs> I'm sure they will get letters about this show and they will be like yeah whatever parents groups oh yeah i was no. gonna say parents, parents groups, groups but this is a block for adults yeah pretty much my kid has a sleeping disorder i'm sure he does sweetheart now go fuck yourself <laughs> oh <laughs> jim that is some great parenting skills right there <laughs> Jim, you get to be the PR department for Adult Swim now. <laughs> <laughs> I would be the biggest dick. I was like, oh, I can say to people what I've wanted to say it to them in 10 years of retail. I'm going to project on these people. <laughs> I, I, I see this happening. DeMarco's sitting there bringing you in for a meeting. He's sitting there <laughs> laughing at what you wrote, but he goes, look, Jim, I want to say this shit too. But you can't. <laughs> <laughs> However, the point is you can't. It's like, so what? you're fired. <laughs> it's like, hell, the rail couldn't even last 30 seconds. Congratulations on one day. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all know how I get down, man. I just sent the same form letter with a uh, I just send the same form letter with like a um an ASCII middle finger at the bottom or on the back, you know. By the way, Jarrell, we know about your performance issues. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry your mother didn't say that last night oh. it's okay Paul. this is why I ignore you but anyways yeah we got some more uh, talk back <laughs> regarding this announcement so we'll go ahead and read those Yay. Mark hey. Ting writes in kill a kill it's coming to the block pretty effing sweet if you ask me about time this great show landed on there yeah, it is pretty fucking sweet, ain't it? Starstorm. Wicked. It's, uh... <clears throat> Starstorm writes in, I think it's awesome that Kill a Kill will be airing the same time as Gurren Lagan. Glad they didn't speed dub SAO2. What the fuck SAO2 gotta do with anything? It's Kill a Kill, man. <laughs> I have well, here's the thing is that um, they haven't even scheduled releases yet. Uh, this might have something to do with Anaplex wanting to, you know, delay it a little bit reverse importation and stuff like that. Maybe if I get a chance, I'll ask EJ. Mm -hmm. mm, I don't know if EJ will tell you that much, but yeah. So two things about... He'll probably give me the company line, but... Yeah. Two things about that. One, I am also very thrilled that Kill a Kill is airing while Gurren Lagan is still airing. I yes, know. that's very good. That's mm -hmm. It's a glorious, glorious good. thing. Good. 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 It's unfortunate that uh, they couldn't yes, air back to back, but that's just not real. Hey, that was me. No, I was the one that always trolls people with the good thing. And regarding yeah, just like you trolled me in ticks. Yeah, but I'm the one that makes it so we don't have to use the sound effect. Good. Oh, good. This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> He's got you there. And regarding speed dubbing SAO2, I did think it was a possibility that they would maybe be able to pull off getting that 
partially dubbed by the time Gru and Lagan end, but now they don't have to. They can just end up uh, putting something else on then, and they can save SAO2 until Kill a Kill ends. You know, so we'll see how this one, one thing I'm, I, I kind of have to point this out. I'm kind of a little disappointed that Funimation hasn't kind of stepped up and been like, hey, we got such and such broadcast dub coming. Why don't we do this on Toonami instead of doing it online? And yeah. Possible. Given I the mean, contracts, I, uh, given the contracts that broad that I'm assuming broadcast dubs have, that might not be uh, in the cards. I honestly, I, I have no idea how laughing in the, under the cloud might have done on Toonami, but you can't just play the second season of Psychopaths. Yeah, the thing is, these are all they're also dubbing them as they come out, mm. meaning that even they don't know what's happening. Yeah. So. They don't know what's it's kind of like with the it's not like with uh, Space Dandy where, you know, they got the scripts and stuff like that. Like, uh, well, maybe it is somewhat similar to Space Dandy. But at the same time, you know, um, it's like they don't know what's happening uh, from week right. to week, stuff like that. And laughing under the clouds, I don't think is an action show. Yeah, I, so. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just. By the way, that title's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I, mean, I, I hear that's quite of... <laughs> emotional. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kind of like sitting here going, don't you guys have something new before 2016? Because we all know that Attack on Titan's going to be on. Well, of course they that's... do. Yeah. But it's not necessarily coming yet. Yeah. I, for, for all time. we know, something that they recently started simul casting will end up being a broadcast dub but well among true, those I, mean, I don't know there's but maybe you, a you know i mean work for tsunami i mean the thing is now that you have kill the kill at 12 or i mean at eleven thirty, you know there's nothing at there's nothing you could really move to put something new in well i mean yeah. you'd have to really move you'd really have to move something back and i don't think they really want to do that at this so point. what what is your is is your disappointment that Funimation didn't have something to put at eleven thirty? No, 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 no. I'm glad that we have Kill the Kill. That's definitely that's a definite good thing. I'm just kind of disappointed that Funimation didn't step up to the plate and say, "Hey, let's put this on here before anybody's seen it, or it's been out on Blu-ray or DVD." Well, they got to have a show to get... do that with, right? And I, and I understand that, but I mean. I mean, are we going to really wait till 2016 when Attack on Titan comes out and that's going to be no. it? No. I mean, don't get me I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's great that you can give us back Dead Man Wonderland and yeah, you have shows on the block already, which I, I don't have any problem with that. I just, you know, I kind of thought that maybe or even Oh, the year is young. The year is young, and you know I could be wrong, and I hope I am wrong. But I hope y'all. I think it's a very high possibility that something arguably brand new will come from Funimation this year, but it's not going to happen yet because they don't have anything that they can throw at Toonami right now. True, and 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 they could. I mean, depending on what they do with Inuyasha Final Act after its first run, um, there could be something that they could they could basically move stuff back and put put it there at 12:30 so i mean we'll have to wait and see i guess there's plenty of things but, to do but i mean but i but you know mentioning that i think we do kind of see a pattern here sketch and i think you can agree is that you know we have kill the kill coming now 
in a couple weeks, then probably SAO2 right after or maybe close to soon after that. And then maybe that leads into La Blue Girl. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> La Blue Girl. <laughs> obviously, I mean, obviously uh-uh. we have, you know, we have like a month of movies in December, which I would assume that they would still do that. And and we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah, man. Well, no, no, no. I, I'm, what I'm, I'm trying to get a point here is that basically it seems like Toonami may have a pattern here, and I'm only speculating, but, you know, Kill the Kill, SAO2, and then when we get to 2016, depending on where Attack on Titan comes in, that'll probably be there, too. You think SAO2 I mean, is going to be at 1130? Did they put Kill the Kill at 1130? That's really not comparable. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that it can't be at 11.30, but mm, I think they probably find something else to put there. I'm t- hey, if they're going to put Kill the Kill there, there's no reason they can't put SAO2 now. It's not about content, so. Paul. No, it's not about content, but... It's about quality. It kill the kill? Yes, it's about I think, quality. <laughs> I do think you know SAO2... I haven't seen anything... I haven't seen SAO2, like but... SAO2. You know, I've heard, I've heard a lot like of... I would like to see it. I've seen. It. I've heard a lot of the same railing against Sao2 that I saw against the first season, and oh, not. not and you know what? I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, withhold judgment because I haven't seen it, and you know it's not fair for me to say anything about something I haven't seen. That's I'm just gonna say what I've observed, and that's the same railing against Sao season two that I saw from a lot of people against season one. Yeah, but I, I, there there was a lot of trolling for season one too. I mean, they made the tentacle. Yeah. I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it trolling. I think a lot of that stuff was uh, very much. I mean, that I one scene, exactly those two scenes with Asuna aside, yeah, those two scenes aside, there were a lot of valid problems with Sao. But this isn't about Sword Art Online, is it? We're talking right, right, about right. Kill a no, Kill. Kill a Kill. And I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to. I, I need to make this clear. I am excited about it coming, and I'm very, I'm very happy that they did do this because, as you had said, sketch. This is. And I don't know why people were interpreting you saying this as Toonami's going to die or something, because I saw that a couple times. I'm like, what? But How do you like, make that leap? I don't, I don't know how they, <laughs> I don't know how they <laughs> made that leap. I'm sitting there looking at his ass.fm, and I'm going, how do you make the leap from him saying that it's a shot in the arm to Toonami to Toonami's dying? Like, how did you make that leap? Like, really? I think somebody I was just taking the LSD odd. that night. No, somebody was doing something that night because, like, I'm sitting there going, are you serious right now? I'm like, nobody here on this podcast was ever thinking that Toonami was dying. Like, I mean, we were kind of like, when is the new show going to come next? But, yeah, I mean, and I all admitted we all admitted that Toonami was in a holding pattern at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And and I still we were all happy to get out of the holding pattern. (laughs) It was just out of bad. It was bad luck that they had to rerun as much stuff as they did it was just bad luck because they couldn't because uh, of the way the chips fell right and i agree with that and i think and I, you know i i have to say kudos to anaplex for you know stepping up and being like here let's kill the kill here you go like yeah i'm liking yeah. anaplex these days I'm, I'm really liking them these days but you know I what can't... the final deci- as we all know the final decision rests with adult swim Anybody right. in the industry would tell us that Charlene at Viz, uh, EJ at Anaplex, 
Justin Rojas at Funimation. Anybody there would tell us that the, I mean, they can throw every show in their library at him. And right. they and the decision still lies with Adult Swim. So I mean, I mean, what's the worst that anybody can do is try. So instead of just kudos to uh, Anaplex, um, you know what? Um, Jason is uh, Jason likes uh, to, likes uh, to push the envelope. So agreed. That oh, is, yeah, so not, you know, and pushing so, you know, know, envelope is something that Killer Kill is definitely doing. <laughs> exactly. So uh, it's uh, envelope pushers like company. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you know, I'm not. I'm just saying, like this is this is definitely going to be interesting to see, and I'm and I'm very interested to see if you know, I like some people have said online, if this means that Anaplex will even you know once Gurren Lagann goes, maybe we may see another Anaplex series too. We don't know. That is a good question. Yes. There's really no way of telling know. if Anaplex will maintain two slots. It'd be cool if they now, did, because they actually have enough shows to do that for at least a year or so. Right. Give us Madoka after Gurren Lagann. That's yes, all I'm give say. us Madoka. It's just 12 weeks. Please. please. It's going to be on at like 2.30. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. This is, I, all I know is this is going to be an interesting year. I mean, we really haven't even heard anything about Intruder 2 at the moment, so... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm waiting with bated breath for that. I expect it in March. You think oh. March? Mm-hmm. I think that's too early. Um, it's uh, I see the Intruder as more of an anniversary event. Didn't we already you know, debate this? We, yes, we already did, debated so. this. Though it should to, be noted that the anniversary yeah. of the Intruder is in September. Mm. But I do think her. March is a strong possibility because that's the anniversary of Toonami. Yes. Right. But enough about anniversaries that are not here yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a few more talk facts here I'd like to get through. Inuyasha-san87 writes in, Yeah, Kill a Kill is not my cup of tea, but hey, at least no more Titan reruns at 11.30. One of these days, Magi will happen. Oh, that's, that's, that's another other... good one. That's, that's an, another... I always forget about Magi, and I don't know why. I love that show. You know, I... That's another thing. That... I think... Magi might be the specific reason why Anaplex is going to have two slots this year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, another, another another thing that we have to know, too, is obviously it looks like they have like another run of Attack on Titan. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, really, the only Attack thing on I can think of that's probably gonna not going to leave the block anytime soon. No. So it's probably going to take out. Ghost in the Shell. What? So, why would they pull Ghost? Lit. The Not that late. Little. Uh, why? Why would they do that? Okay, Not what else late. are they gonna take? Well, for one thing, Space Dandy's first season ends the week before. Uh, obviously, Samurai Jack is just about to end in February, though they'll be on episode fifty-one the week before, so they might do some kind of weird thing to make sure they play all fifty-two, or they might just take it off. I really don't want them to take Samurai Jack off because I feel like that would push everything later and kind of meh. But I also I also feel like it's doing good ratings down there too. Yeah, so. it is doing good ratings, and uh, actually, Ghost of the Shell's been doing pretty good ratings lately. And Bleach yeah. is not going anywhere unless it loses its contract because it's doing great. Right. Yes, Bleach on the back end is still doing great. I love those numbers. Yeah. 
So Hey, I heard that, Jen. <laughs> don't make I me mean, put your hand. Don't make me put my hands on your booty. I'm going to throw out oh, the God. outlandish suggestion that they are oh, going to that they are going to blow our minds and expand to 11. Ooh. That is kind of sexy though. Mm. But for like some reason, seven. I just cannot see that happening. Here, here's they, the kind they, of they have said thing pretty. That, because if they do expand to eleven, I think they would start with Attack on Titan. And you know what? Um, considering that they have repeatedly said and with pretty um, unfailing regularity, they've said we're not interested in catching eleven. We're happy where we are. You know. I mean, in the past, before they expanded to 1130, they always made some kind of hint or some kind of pass. It's like, yeah, we're interested, you know, possibly if they let us, yes, you know, have, you're right. stuff, you're right stuff along those lines. That's true. Whereas they've when they've it comes been to a, a lot more <clears throat> closed minded, stern on, shall say. we say, <laughs> I wouldn't say closed minded so much as saying, you know, just not getting greedy, knowing that, you know, they're happy where they are. They don't have to stretch the programming, stuff like that. Because I think they know that if they um, get to 11, it would probably require a rather large budget expansion. And it would also probably take, um, it, it would take more programming as well. And they'd have to stretch the programming they have, which they've, the free shows that they have, they've stretched a good amount already. Mm. So, so, you know, it's, it's just hard to say. Um, I really don't think, I'm going to go, I'm not going to say anything new or brave here but i really don't think that tsunami needs 11 o'clock at this point and it's probably for the best that they don't get it hmm. um i like starting at the opinion, top that's of an in my hour, estimation but there is there is it a really... little there is something to be cautious of because the earlier you start the harder it is to keep people the entire night right and it, it really true. depends it really depends on Attack on Titans contract too. I mean, we don't know if this is a show that they have for a really long time, or this is a show that, hey, we only have it for two runs and that's it and it's done, kind of deal, you know. So I mean, since we keep talking it, about Attack on Titan, we have to get the elephant in the room. Where do they move Attack on Titan? I. <laughs> Dude, I move it to actually, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here. Um, I say that um, it replaces good and Lagan at some point. But um, I think it's going to it's going to move someplace. What's going to happen is I think they would take down Ghost in the Shell, move good and Lagan again, Ghost in the Shell. Why, put, why are you guys betting on Ghost in the Shell? Because, because it's. That's like it's the most the, probable one to use. It's yeah. the one show that they own outright, so they can just run it, use it however they want. Yeah, but and, you know how many times have you seen them take the it? That hasn't stopped them before. Yeah, but yeah, they, they got a lot of hate when they did that the last time, and rightfully so. It, but it's like not they like they give a fuck though, man. Oh yeah. man, I, mean, I, I don't think like, they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna do that to Ghost in the Shell this time. I dude, there's nowhere else. Like I can't really see yes, them being there like, is. oh, they can give space what, Andy I, a I short can't... break. No, no, there's. I mean, I don't we'll know. I mean, I can't. I, I mean, they could, they could do that and move stuff back. But again, like I don't, I don't really see them doing that with Space Dandy. 
I mean, Space Dandy's relatively new. Like, I don't see Space Dandy getting that treatment just yet. I see... No, people... Go ahead. People are still enjoying it. People are still watching it. Exactly. That's and I don't, true, I don't but see people them. are still watching Ghost in the Shell. But oh, people are watching... Ghost in the Shell isn't a... Isn't a block driver like Attack on Titan? Is. Well, certainly not. Exactly. It's just on the but, back you know, end. It does you, pretty well for itself. You do make the point. What you know? What, I, I'm going to go on this. I'm going to go out and say this. This is what I think is going to happen. They one kill the kill comes on. They'll move Attack on Titan into where Ghost in the Shell is. But then when Gurren Lagann ends, they'll put Attack on Titan there, or well. Do some kind of movement where attack. That's a pretty three movements, man. And, That's going and making from Ghost in the Shell back thirty to two. Well, no, no, no. I'm I'm talking about there's going to be some kind of movement. I mean, probably a bowel movement. You know, not a bowel movement, but maybe like Dead Man would move up, Bleach would move up. You know what I'm saying? Like there would be some kind of movement to where Ghost in the Shell would come back on right after that happened. But I mean, that's really. Really, that's the only thing I could see at this point. I mean, I, I don't see... I could understand them... Let me make this point. I can, un, I can understand them not getting another show after Gurren Lagann goes, okay? Because Kill the Kill is a big show. So I don't really see them getting another show now. That's happened before. But I'm saying, like, I could see them not picking up another show and putting Attack on Titan now. Putting put Attack on Titan there. But I guess the question that we got to ask is... Are they willing to take Attack on Titan off the air, keep it until Gurren Lagann no, goes? No, I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't see that happening. So it's got to be Ghost in the Shell. I mean, you're not going to get... I mean, yes, IGPX has been on, but I don't see them taking No, they're not off. taking off IGPX because they just put it back on. Yeah. They're not taking right, off Cowboy Bebop them. because they just got it in HD. Yeah, that one... No, that one is that one is completely off the table. I took that off the table... A while ago, the only the only possibilities here are Ghost in the Shell, which is my number one thought. Bleach, if the contracts ended or they were just putting it on until, you know, don't speak that fucking blast. Something me. happened. I t- yes, Bleach. Dude, I mean, don't get me wrong, Darrell. I like the show and it's doing really fucking well, and they shouldn't remove it, but that's a possibility. I just don't um, want to hear the fucking haters of Bleach. Man. No, I don't want to hear that either. But and then you know, Samurai Jack, I, I don't. Anything that's doing the ratings right now, and I hate to, to harp on ratings, but anything that's doing ratings right now, I don't want to remove it. Plus, Samurai Jack is a good lead-in, as we've always said, into Cartoon Network in the morning. So, I mean, really, those are the only three possibilities at this point. So, I mean, it's just going to be really interesting. I don't want to really linger longer on this too much, but you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see what well, let the record stand. I disagree that it's Ghost in the Shell. But I understand. Well, basically. it's noted. I'm noting it right now. Here, let me note it for you. Okay, it's noted. <laughs> Interjection is noted. <sighs> Indubitably. We still got some talkbacks here. <laughs> okay, let's get through these. Blue Alexander, <laughs> Blue Alexander writes in, So Kill a Kill is coming in a few weeks. I told you all that it was going to happen. Nobody sure. likes to brag right now. Sit your ass down. I pull off my belt. Keep it up, and, and Darrell's going to have an HR meeting with you. Goddamn right. <laughs> Frank Full Metal writes Alvin. in, If Toonami can air Helsing nearly uncut, Kill a Kill will be fine. Fans who have seen the show know one scene will be cut. 
knows. That, that probably will get cut. Yes. I see. Frank, my student, knows. <laughs> and Cody GGPR says, stoked for some underboob. Yeah, because it beats <laughs> Pete's side boob. Side boob, under boob, taint shots, taint misbehaving. <laughs> taint misbehaving. Taint no more. All good. We got an email from Admiral Saito regarding Kill a Kill. Hey guys, well, knowing the podcast had a brief talk about Kill a Kill's announcement already, here's just my say. As much as I'm happy we got this cult hit on Toonami, I'm also worrying what could happen to Turner and Anaplex because of the public crowd not understanding why we love this show. I'll say, from my opinion, the nudity was just shock value, but the main highlights of the show was the action, the music, and the comedy. That's all. I had a question, but it slipped away. Yes, it Don't did. worry about it. That is another, I mean, that, that is, the music in Kill a Kill is sensational. Yes, Same composer as Kill a Kill, as a... <laughs> Kill the kill. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. Way to uh, budge same, that one, <laughs> Same composer as Attack on Titan. Don't so. don't worry, folks. That he has yeah. He's fine. I have a, more of an excuse than I usually do. Yes, he does. And we <laughs> mostly uh, I can just say I Attack can, on Titan. You know, first no, darn sense. good soundtrack. You know, yes. obviously we've talked a lot about Kill the Kill, so we really don't need to talk too much more. But, um, you know, it, it is a, it is a worry. I don't see like. I think there's going to be some edits. There's obviously going to be some kind of edits where if we see something that's, it won't be you know, entirely uncensored, but trust, yeah. please, please do trust that Toonami wouldn't try to play this show if they didn't think they could do it well. Adult, well let's, let's, let's take this a little bit further. I don't think Adult Swim would play it, would take this chance if there wasn't some kind of, you know, cuts or whatnot to this show. Not not saying that everything's going to be cut out. Not saying that, you know, this is going to be like chopped up into bits. But, you know, there's obviously something that's been done to make it so it's playable. So, and it's at least one scene cut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or maybe I'm upset now because I won't be able to see this scene. Don't worry about it. We'll tell you about <laughs> it when it gets to that point. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. No, you better. Sure, we'll spank you, Jan. Just bend over. I'm just waiting for the moment when they leave it in and people go, What? I know. Yeah, I know. So, this we got a couple weeks, guys. It's going to be here in two weeks, actually. So, get ready. It's just going to be this is just going to be an interesting ride, and we're going to see exactly what Toonami can get away with and what they didn't get away with. So, February 7th at 1130. Oh, God, it's going to be an exciting ride. But anyways, let's move on to the ratings. Okay. They didn't really mention the names of shows in the press release, but they did mention that the shows from 12 until 2.30 all won demos. They didn't say which demos. They didn't say... uh, they, They weren't very specific about that. But they won demos, which is good news, because the rest of this is... Sketch got to read number. The eighteen to forty nine ratings for January tenth 
2015. Attack on Titan, 438,000. Dragon Ball Z Kai, 383,000. Naruto Shippuden, 377,000. Inuyasha, the final act, 298,000. One Piece, 252,000. Gurren Lagann, 228,000. Dead Man Wonderland, 204,000. Bleach, 312,000. Thank you, Bleach. Space Dandy, 310,000. Cowboy Bebop, 301,000. Ghost in the Shell, 355,000. IGPX, 349,000. And Samurai Jack ended the night with 360,000. Thank you, Samurai Jack. Thank you, Bleach. Thank you, Samurai Jack. Oh. Man, that back end did really well with the front end. (laughs) I thought y'all wanted to see Dead Man again. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm sure it'll bounce back. No, we wanted Cashern Sins. <laughs> oh, God, I saw joke, that. But oh, some my God. people do. Oh, I yeah. am not one of them. No, but it, it's, a, it's a Mobius strip. It's like, no, we wanted Cashern Sins. No, we wanted Deadman instead. I, I no, feel the Toonami audience show. can be very well summed up by the uh, angry crowd reaction in Gurren Lagan this week. <laughs> this is all your <laughs> fault! <laughs> And then somebody gets hit in the head with a rock. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> How can you just <laughs> have such a huge forehead? No, I'm sorry, Paul, but more than likely somebody would throw a brick at your fucking head before mine. Because <laughs> they know that Darrell would catch it. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Now, if they threw a and bottle I'd of booze, that's not what <laughs> Dude, I would be out of that. I would be out of the way of that shit. But there again, like... Jarrell would probably be standing there anyway. So. <laughs> I ain't going to eat much lie, man. I'd probably take the hit, then walk up to the person that hit me and bust them in the head with a brick repeatedly. Exactly. So <laughs> that's why they don't fuck with me. Dog call. It's nice to have a bouncer. Yes, it is. <laughs> Continue with the ratings, sir. Total viewer ratings for January 10th, 2015. Attack on Titan, 880,000. Dragon Ball Z. Con- Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I gotta throw up. <gasps> okay, continue. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was following the hour special of Black Dynamite. They got about a million viewers, so that's not too bad a drop-off, all things considered. So Attack yeah. on Titan got 880,000. DBZ Kai got 723,000. Naruto Shippuden, 725,000. Actually, a little bit up. It got to the <laughs> final act, 631,000. What happened there? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that at all. One Piece, 574,000. Gurren Lagan, 542,000. Dead Man Wonderland, 492,000. What is wrong with you people? Ow, my balls. Bleach. <laughs> Bleach, 630,000. Thank you, Bleach. Space Dandy, 589,000. Cowboy Bebop, 556,000. Ghost in the Shell, 593,000. IGPX, 583,000. And Samurai Jack, 616,000. And that backhand okay. really good that week. I know. The backhand is looking good like Jen's. Jen, your rebuttal. Oh, she got a rebuttal. All right. Jen, your rebuttal. Bend yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Bend over two fingers. 
<laughs> yeah. There you go. For you, Jan. I got you two pence. <laughs> yes. Trending for January 7th and 18th. Hashtag kill a kill during Attack on Titan. Pretty much right after the opening happened where they announced kill a kill. Ross Yu from Gurren Lagan. Hashtag Bleach, hashtag Space Dandy, hashtag Cowboy Bebop, and hashtag IGPX. Worldwide Trends, Moroku from Inuyasha, the final act. So that can trend worldwide, but we can't get a lot of ratings. Jesus Christ. <laughs> eh. Well, you have to consider the that that's this week. So, yeah, we trended way more stuff the week before, so. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I think this week will be a little bit better. Hopefully, so. Yeah, I'm expecting it to bounce back. One Piece isn't in recaps anymore. Uh, Inuyasha had a battle episode. Don't know about that Attack on Titan episode. You know what with the <laughs> dramatic speech <laughs> episode. And yeah, you can't keep his booze. Yeah, man, I swear I'm already fouled. Me and Jen, Jen will agree on that one. Right along with Jim. Yeah. Heck, I agree with that. Hey, you if I can show... <laughs> Go ahead, Jen. You don't spit out booze. I'm sorry, you just don't. Hey, if I can choke down Jaeger, then Jaeger Bombastic can. Huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jaeger's choking down Jaeger. I have smacked him. I haven't had uh, Jägermeister, quick aside, I haven't had Jägermeister since my 21st birthday, but if somebody put it in front of me again, I wouldn't turn it down. Hmm. Free booze is free booze, man. Hey, free, hey, am I going to turn down free booze? No. No. That's just Never. rude. It is. It's rude. It's true. It is rude. Two things you don't do, turn down free booze and you don't fuck with Darrell's booze. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> or his guns. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Or his knives and swords. Sure. Just you don't just you just don't fuck with Darrell. That's that's the bottom line. <laughs> you just you don't go. fuck with Darrell. You just don't fuck with Darrell. So it's two things: you don't fuck with Darrell's booze, and you don't fuck with Darrell. <laughs> <laughs> you just nod and grin. <laughs> There's a reason why I employ him, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's the enforcer. I wasn't, stupid. I wasn't our... fucking stupid when that happened. Okay, I wasn't fucking stupid. He is our enforcer. So, <sighs> Darrell, Darrell, just don't do me a favor. Don't take a picture with your knife in your mouth again, please. I don't need you scare. I don't need you to scare podcast fans off. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Darrell. <laughs> no, just for that, I'm gonna take a picture now, dude. Oh fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're all fucked. Anyways. Yes, now that we've made it's it ready. through the news, it's time to harken back to the year of 2001. 
Welcome back to the show. We are continuing our Toonami retrospective into the year of 2001. There's been a slight change in the panel since you last heard us. We've still got Darrell and Jennifer. Yeah. What you want now, man? Dang, I want to come back. I'm hungry. <laughs> we have temporarily lost Paul and Jim, and we have been joined by Don East. Well, actually, Don, I think Don, he's like locked him up in the bathroom, and now Paul and Jim are probably fighting each other to the death. I can either confirm or deny that statement. I just confirmed it. It's happening, people. I say 50 bucks on Jim with the shank to the heart. Must be a soundproof room. <laughs> I'm not hearing anything. No, no. Paul has the, the sort of omens. <laughs> 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 Guess he's gonna have sight beyond sight. <laughs> uh oh. Well, 2001 is kind of a, a year that starts out really good, gets a little rough in the middle, and finishes out pretty strong. But the first thing was actually, arguably, at the very, very beginning of the year. We have the first ever New Year's Evil, which was a marathon of the Garlic Jr. saga running from midnight to 5 a.m. Did they have spaghetti with that? <laughs> they should have. And meatballs. Was nothing but garlic. Who eats spaghetti <laughs> and meatballs at midnight? Hey, I don't I do. know, man. Anybody who has it on hand. That's the answer to that. Well, I was just going to say that pervert named Jen. Yep, that's me. Garlic Jr. Garlic Bread Jr. Wait, New Year's <laughs> Evil Garlic Chicken Jr. Like New Year's Eve 2000? Uh, yeah. Technically, was... it would be 2001. Anyway. <laughs> so New Year's Evil became a short-lived tradition on Toonami. It was pretty cool. They, they did uh, marathons of shows featuring the bad guys. Uh, Toonami actually did that a bit more in... Uh, other instances, such as the uh, that year was also when they had the first ever Valentine's Day, which they had a uh, marathon with with the best of the bad guys, and they also had at some point uh, Joker taking over for April first. <laughs> that was <laughs> awesome. That was two thousand two. Yeah. But the first new show of Toonami in 2001 happened to be a fan favorite, Outlaw Star. And fuck yeah. 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 It's like Pan yeah. like yeah. still here. Did you say something, Don? I said <laughs> it's like Pan Pizza is still here with all the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could really go for some pizza right yeah, now. I sure did say that a lot. I actually had pizza. Damn you, Jen. I know. That's not even fair. What kind of pizza? From where? It was just a frozen pizza, but it was sausage. Oh, I got some sausage for you, baby. <laughs> now, that's another sexual harassment lawsuit. Whatever. He's the HR guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll make sure I talk to Darrell about that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Which I imagine is very similar to that time that Stan Smith tortured himself. It's worse. 
I'm going to put salt in the wound. I'm telling you, I'm going to crack. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I did it. Okay, let's get back on topic for real. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> well, Outlaw Star. Yeah. Well, because Darrell and I have definitely said our piece on Outlaw Star, why don't you tell us what you thought of it, Don? It was awesome. And it is a bet. It is obvious that Joss Whedon ripped that show off. <laughs> the ragtag group in the spaceship. The the fact that one of the characters was a naked chick in a box upon introduction. Though Melfina and River are definitely not the same character. But it also had its fair share of action leads, too. Uh, Suzuka and Aisha. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aisha has Aisha. some big boobs. <laughs> I was going through puberty when I watched this show. Uh-oh. Oh, man, that, uh, <laughs> that would have been a crash course in puberty. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to Don East, because he fapped a lot. You do not imagine how happy I was when I found out there was a missing episode. Oh, 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 oh. oh. oh yes, Tsunami never did play episode 25. Asa tits, yes. <laughs> but it it is the unsung the neglected one of the uh, three outer space westerns that aired in around the same about that time period because you know you had Cowboy Bebop and you had Trigun, but no one really, no one actually they never really got the sort of same. It was look back aside from people who grew up watching it on Toonami. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember when the April Fool's 2012 stunt. As soon as it was announced, Outlaw Star was going to be on, was going to be shown. It yeah. trended immediately. People flipped their shit. <laughs> I loved a lot of the technology, like the spit, the grapplons. Lots of clever concepts in Outlaw Star. Like, personally, for me, I've never been a huge fan of Cowboy Bebop, and I was a fan of Trigun, but it's kind of moody but outlaw star is just way funner than both of them without sacrificing having a good story yeah yeah pose was here he'd probably kill you sketch i know <laughs> i'm giving but, cowboy um, bebop a real honest shot now that i'm watching it in hd and it looks so oh, beautiful in hd so. it's it i respect cowboy, cowboy bebop is... it's just it's just not Really for me. What? It's okay. I know. How do you, I'm sorry. How give me an anime fan not like Cowboy Bebop? I like Cowboy Bebop. I just don't like it that much. Don't feel bad, Sketch. I'm the same way, dude. Trust me. After so many years of watching Bebop, dude, I am Bebopped out. But it still looks pretty in HD, though. Oh, it looks so good in HD. As yeah, to I've actually watched Bebop in its entirety in a good while. See, that's what I'm trying to do, because I always miss episodes. <laughs> See, Bebop is like a Christmas story. You can watch that whole movie during the day, fall asleep, and still be back on the part that you need to be on when you wake up. Ah, <laughs> uh, Christmas story marathons on TBS. 
Exactly. Don't have to buy it on DVD. Yeah, but who doesn't have that movie on DVD? Come on. I don't. I don't. Because well, it's cheaper to that... just watch it on TBS. Cheaper than $5? <laughs> you gotta pay for cable, man. $5 I can spend on other things. Fair enough. But Jen, what were your thoughts on Outlaw Star? You know, it, it's a great series. Just like we're talking about Cowboy Bebop, it's one of the few that got me started into watching Toonami. And I really, I don't know, it's just, it's great. I had to have it, and I have it on DVD. I also have Cowboy Bebop, too. I will. I, I don't think I'm going to buy the Blu-ray version, though, of Cowboy Bebop. I- but what about the Blu-ray version of Outlaw Star? Should there ever be one? Hell yeah, there should. Sh- there, yeah, there should be one, definitely. Well, I think there is one in Japan, or there will be one. But hopefully, okay. we get one in America, because yeah, because <laughs> we love, we actually watched that. I think I was thinking about the fact that there's two dynamic action leads. Hmm. Probably means that nope, they're whole girls. No wonder they do well in Japan. <laughs> Sao. Oh, boy. Let's not even get into Uh-oh. that. Speaking of another show that didn't do so well in Japan, <laughs> the next show to join Toonami in 2001 was Big O, Big O, Big O, Big O. Big O, Big O. Which, uh, what Jen always wants. An opening that shamelessly rips off and the last Gordon's theme song. Oh! You just got that? <laughs> no, no, I, I just needed to take a moment to laugh about it. <laughs> Somebody's got to make a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll show Jen my mega deuce after the show. Oh. A Big O was a really great show for Toonami because it had the kind of sensibilities of a Batman show, plus it had all of the the kinds of things you would expect from a really good anime with giant, giant robots. robots. And yes, Tetsujin. It's uh it very much <laughs> it was one of those shows that that tried to revive super robots in Japan and, and though it wasn't really a big hit in Japan at the time, it really did well in America, particularly on the midnight run of Toonami, and that's how we got a second season. And why it on Adult Swim and not? Yeah. Well, that and it just doesn't make sense for them to make that show's second season and then not be able to air it uncut. <laughs> kind of pointless. But Big O was a good fit for Adult Swim action at the time, so I'm not complaining about that or anything. It's just kind of a bummer that it was a show that Toonami very much saved that Toonami didn't get to actually play until 2013. Uh, they nope, only... that was the first season again. So the second season didn't air until 2013, yeah. Bummer. Not that it didn't play plenty of times on Adult Swim action. Bummer! But Big O, great show. Roger Smith, such a badass... He was the negotiator, dude. He had a very kind of uh, vague job description. <laughs> he kind of did whatever. But it was involved negotiating. Yeah, I thought he was just a... Down, yeah, he was a mega-do salesman, man, and a pimp on his eye. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But then again, we could have said that he was maybe. No, I ain't gonna say that. I'm gonna just let that slide right there. <laughs> Don't need nobody getting mad at me for that one. <laughs> and then, of course, you have uh... Dorothy. Yeah. <laughs> then, of course, you have Dorothy. Which interesting. I guess Tsunami is kind of on the trend of uh, of uh, cute robot girls. Cute robot girls. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she Melfina. was alright, man. But Melfina Dor- had a Dorothy was okay, but Melfina had a beat, dude. Oh man, Melfina, so hot, want to touch the high. Melfina was my first anime crush. <laughs> I will. It's admit. funny how I would be more in line with some Melfina, but I was in Asia, so that's weird. Oh, well, we know you had a furry fetish. Your tastes change over time. <laughs> exactly, your taste does change over time. No, I still am hot for Asia, though. Oh, dude, Asia was hot, man. They were all hot. Yeah, but it was just something about Asia. I always found Talking her voice tits. to be really annoying. I thought it was hot. <laughs> she was rogue <laughs> on X-Men. I, I can see how you would make that comparison. Nah, she was just a strong chick, man, that's all. I respect He's- strength. It's an attractive trait. <laughs> yeah, not to mention she was psychotic too, so. Sundry issues. <laughs> and then she probably could be yondery too, though, man. She was like, yeah, between both. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, and you can't have so... hot without psychotic. Sorry. It's I'm, just going to be that way. We have just went so <laughs> off topic. <laughs> <laughs> We just need to call this the Outlaw Star Retrospective. <laughs> it concerns the puberty. At this, at this point, yeah. So 2001 definitely started off pretty good. We had we had some great shows there. The lineup was solid. They were still playing reruns of Batman and Superman, DBZ, some Tenchi. Sailor Moon even was still around at the time. Though it wasn't on Toonami. It was like before. No, it was still on Toonami at that point. Oh right, yes. I'm thinking of their fi- of its final run in 2002. Yeah. Hamtaro. <laughs> Don't entertain ever. show, just not tsunami material. Indeed. But an important thing to mention here is uh, we were starting to see some serious shifts with how tsunami was doing business, and the reason for that is there were greater shifts going on at uh, Time Warner at the time. Yeah. Let's... The Marjorie's AOL. Yeah. Is that when that happened, actually? 2001, because... Okay, I hate to Paul Aiden as the wrestling, because I'll never forget that. 2001, AOL and Time Warner merge. The uh, Smeghead responsible for canceling Animaniacs, Jimmy Kellner, pulled WCW off of Turner to, and... It pretty much killed any chances of trying to revive it. And ultimately, uh, Vince McMahon bought it. And also, another thing I don't like the AOL merger was that the, t- the Warner Brothers shop closed about that time. Mm. That's right. So that's the point when Betty Cohen, the founder of Cartoon Network, resigned. And uh, 
the uh, advertising units of Cartoon Network and Kids WB were merged, which led to some very unfortunate circumstances. <laughs> Starting off which, uh, Card Captors ended up on Toonami briefly. And Toonami lost its third hour in preparation for something else. Yes, the loss of the third hour. Yeah. It was so friggin' sad. Aww. It was like the it was like a shift in momentum. It really was because in 2000, Tsunami had three hours on weekdays. It had an hour with the midnight run. It had special event programming. It had the full cycle. And then come 2001, they're really scaling things back, at least on the Cartoon Network side of things. And that's a real downer. But before we get to the downer, uh, some other good things happened in 2001. The Deep Space Bass album was released featuring music from uh, Joe Boyd Vigil. Uh, that featured great tracks that you would have heard on Toonami in the bumpers and the intros, including a track that they later used for Batman Beyond that uh, hadn't been released yet. Unfortunately, this did not sell very well, and the first uh, the first publicly purchasable Toonami merchandise would probably end up becoming its last, at least until the t-shirt thing recently. Yeah, it's a shame because probably won't sell now. If they put that thing on iTunes, it would sell great, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <clears throat> One good thing about the change in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, if they had had something like iTunes back then, Deep Space Base probably would have sold a lot better. Yeah, it would have. Just trying to get it to sell at brick-and-mortar stores, though, it probably was only in the kids' music section. Yeah. And yeah. I doubt anybody really noticed it. I mean, it wouldn't have been anywhere near, say, Daft Punk. On No, it on wasn't. It wouldn't have been categorized with the other drum and bass music. And the drum and bass music is really one of the things that set Toonami apart from other action cartoon blocks that would usually focus on rock music for their wraparounds. Well, you know, it had those sweet 808 bass lines, man. Trust me. Uh, sweet 808 bass line is essential, man. Let us continue on to July, where... Mobile Suit Gundam joined Toonami, along with uh, the 08th MS team premiering on the Midnight Run, which was later swapped out for 0080. And the great things about the uh, Gundam OVA series is they usually had a strong focus on showing both sides of the conflict, and in both of those cases there was a romance element, some star-crossed lovers. So they this were very compelling. Have... Yeah, this time they actually could say star-crossed because they were in outer space. Yeah, really. Those Literally star-crossed lovers. That works. Yeah, that so works. Jen, let me see your heavenly body. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That's harassment. Now, Shut up. I'm HR. <laughs> no, if Darrell says that it's Khalifa. okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going for. <laughs> Khalifa. I feel bad that I didn't really pay attention to Mobile Suit Gundam when it first aired. 
I watched O8MS team, at least some of it, when it first aired. It was in the Midnight Run, and that was around the time I was more able to stay up to watch the Midnight Run, just because I wasn't uh, bogged down with schoolwork as much. But uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, it just it didn't look appealing to me at the time, and I I was very much questioning that decision to play that series instead of a, a newer Gundam, because by then I knew that there were other Gundam series besides Gundam Wing. But I kind of feel ashamed that I passed over it at the time because I would have enjoyed it if I had really given it a shot. Or maybe I wouldn't have. Maybe I needed to mature a little bit before I would have appreciated it. But years later, I found that it was a very good series that I quite enjoy. And it's now one of my favorite Gundam series and should be, uh, you know, it's it's a product of its time. The animation is OK for its time and the story is is really pretty good, but it also uh, lacks a bit of a conclusion <laughs> to it. And uh, the dub is, well, it's the dub. real campy ocean group stuff, which feels about <laughs> appropriate for the time i suppose even though they're dubbing a show from the 80s <laughs> or maybe it was actually 79 because it's gundam 79 but i feel like they came out in the 80s well whatever <laughs> but yeah it was, it's a good show and the dub is passable so if you ever get a chance to hear it it'll probably be on the uh, right stuff dvds put out later Pretty good show. I would recommend people check it out because uh, obviously a lot of people did pass on uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, but that's not why it was pulled. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. we can all uh, allegedly Bandai of America was kind of strong armed by Bandai of Japan to bring over the original Mobile Suit Gundam because of the huge success of Gundam Wing. And we can all kind of roll our eyes at that move because it was a very questionable choice on their part that kind of screwed Gundam pretty bad. If you think about it, because Kenny Odome, come back, please. We miss you. I mean, that guy really believed in the Gundam market here and he made it work. Mm-hmm. He really did. Thankfully it wasn't Gundam Swan song, but Ooh. if they uh, hadn't, made some other moves later it may have been and that would have been a darn shame i was never a fan of the chibi gundam series so jen you're not really a fan of gundam no i'm not knees am i ah two gundam haters i don't hate gundam i just never actually bothered to sit down and watch dude there is a gundam for everybody we have said this repeatedly it is and no, podcast. I him and no, I did not like it. Oh, dude, I ain't saying. You know, I don't give a damn whether you like it or not, dude. I will put a gun to your head and make you watch it again. <laughs> Just cause I can do that, man. Dude, I, can't I will literally point like it at G Gundam. It's like Gundam plus wrestling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> writing. Uh well, the writing could get kind of wonky at times, but it was a silly show, fun, fun over the top. We shouldn't talk about G Gundam right now. <laughs> Gundam. Well, at least that put me in a good mood because here comes the worst news of the year. Uh oh. July 30th, 
2001, the fateful day that Kids WB's afternoon block is rebranded as Toonami. The block features the likes of Pokemon and card captors and borrowing Dragon Ball Z. Uh, well, I kind of get why they did this, because Toonami was very successful at the time. But it was just such a huge slap in the face. Yes, it was. It was blatant exploitation of a successful brand. and uh, wasn't even that good, from what I've heard. No, it, it really wasn't. Well, for one thing, you just had the standard Kids WB announcers. So even though you had bumpers with Tom, it was like, You're back to Toonami on Kids WB. They couldn't get, they couldn't get Steve Bloom. No, they didn't get Steve Bloom. They didn't get Peter Cullen. I I think actually it may have been, at the time, it may have been uh, Jim Cummings, which isn't bad, but... Well, that's... He was like the Kids WB announcer, though. Yeah, he was the Kids WB announcer at the time. So I'm pretty sure it was... It may have been Jim Cummings, or it may have been somebody else at that point. But it wasn't Bloom, it wasn't Peter Cullen, and... It didn't feel like Toonami, despite the wraparounds having Tom bumpers. Tom was there. He never said anything. And the other slap in the face to Cartoon Network's Toonami is this. Basically, uh, this this didn't give any acknowledgement to the other Toonami block. No reference to Toonami being on Cartoon Network directly after that block ended. No kind of synergy there where they would say, hey, check out more Toonami on Cartoon Network right now. None of that. So it was uh, all just a huge slap in the face to Toonami Faithful and Toonami as a block as a whole. But it gets worse. It was all a dream. (laughs) Even though the weekday block, the Monday through Thursday block was decent enough and you could call it Toonami. It had Sailor Moon for a bit. It had DVZ for a bit. It had Batman Beyond. Pokemon and Card Captors are passable choices, but ugh. Friday. Friday remained their Friday block in which they played new episodes of comedy series, such as Friday. That sounds like. Yeah. A holiday for fraternities. <laughs> it does. Yeah, let's get drunk. Kicks <laughs> and baby. So they were playing the likes of Detention and Generation O and Scooby Doo on Toonami. As far as Scooby-Doo. I'm concerned, no matter what the terrible choice Cartoon Network Toonami eventually did, it's still not that bad. <laughs> That's just horrible a complete disregard for what tsunami is about uh, <laughs> still not as bad as uk tsunami i suppose Whoo, man uk tsunami was garbage man eventually it started out okay <laughs> dude that tail end dude i was like i literally want to say what the fuck is this shit uh, i was like what the fuck is this shit it was really uh, quite an awful, awful situation that went on there. That drove me to even more drinking. 
Well, despite Kids WB Toonami coming along, Toonami kept on trucking, and they picked up the original Dragon Ball in late August, which was a breath of fresh air compared to DBZ, which is all very serious and rock music heavy, where Dragon Ball was kind of happy-go-lucky and uh, delightful. And yeah, it's my favorite. Definitely. Incarnation. Mine too. Love I mean, I kind of like the lighthearted nature. And don't really, I like the fights and all, but the fantasy elements. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny how Dragon Ball was all lighthearted and fantasy, while DBZ was more in line with science fiction. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe Toriyama read a whole lot of superhero comics <laughs> and then went, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I mean, there was such a total shift when, like, I can think of they were thinking Goku's now an adult, things are different, raise the stakes, make some changes. Though, like, the twist of Goku not being human... They actually speculate on that a bit in the Red Ribbon Army arc. Hmm. Like, them actually discussing stuff, and the S, him being an alien, was brought up. Wow. That's a good foresight. <laughs> yeah. And this is... The other nice thing about Dragon Ball is, at that point, Funimation was considerably better at translating and dubbing shows... So the dub is a lot better done, in my opinion. It keeps the original music, and there's uh, a lot of things that they would have changed in their dub of DBZ that they left intact in Dragon Ball. There were still edits, but it was a lot less censored and a lot less uh, modified, which is nice. So, Jen, you want to share your thoughts on Dragon Ball? Well, Dragon Ball is just, like he said, lighthearted. It's just fun to watch. And you get to see where the characters come from. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget how much of a pussy Yamcha was <laughs> when it came to ladies. <laughs> he, he, it's amazing how much of a downfall he, he had. Yeah. I mean, well, he... he he started yeah, he out okay. Started off no, he started off horrible. He was he afraid of Goku. Yeah, he started out as Goku's equal and a little cunning. That didn't last very long. <laughs> that didn't last very long. And then, let's see, like, first tournament arc, he got. He was like the first one down. Got, didn't do much in the Red Ribbon Army arc. My, from what I remember... Next tournament, he got he was j- jobbed out to Tien, had his leg broken, so didn't do Jack in uh, the King Piccolo saga, which was probably the best one in the series. Probably, yeah. And See, I'm re- that, go ahead. And then there was Hero. <laughs> the. The exact, I think you could pinpoint the exact moment when Yamcha became a joke in that p- moment. <laughs> but all together, it's a great show. It's probably one of my favorites. Dragon Ball, I'd choose that over Dragon Ball Z and GT, hands down. 
Well, to be th- fair, that's not even I... a question with GT, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait. Goku's an adult, but Piccolo's evil? Are we doing Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z? Just be glad it's not Dragon Ball GT. GT stinks. It's mad. Mm-hmm. They did it's a mad cool. skit. Oh, that's right. Like, there was a, a skit on Mad, like, <laughs> Go Diego Go is hunting for Dragon Balls, and he points out how the surprisingly accurate Dragon Ball parody had inconsistencies. <laughs> and after Goku said, at least they're not doing Dragon Ball GT, Diego and Goku high-fived, and in the background there's a sign that says, GT stinks! <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Mm. And chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, was that it for 2001? Oh no, there's yeah. more. <laughs> One of the very memorable moments in 2001, Tsunami had a special edition of the Midnight Run in which they played an hour of music videos with uh, Daft Punk music videos and Gorillaz music videos and they premiered, I believe they did the, 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 at least the US premiere of the Interstellar 555 yeah, specifically the Harder, Faster, Better, Stronger music video the other three had been premiered in some fashion before that. Yeah, that really got me in the Daft Punk, though, man. Like, I really Ooh, did enjoy it. You didn't get into Daft Punk because of Toonami. Yeah. But I will say Daft Punk is probably the best thing that France ever produced next to croissants. <laughs> and French fries. Mm. What about and... Totally Spies? <laughs> Go to your yeah. room right now. And don't and, come out uh, I can't believe Venture Brothers referenced totally. Yeah, surprised. I was about to say. Like, oh, I'm sorry, like, Sketch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sketch. You got to HR me for saying that, dude. Uh oh. When, when Henchman 21 mentioned totally, I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I, I, I was like, I really couldn't believe that he actually mentioned totally spies. I can't believe any show in Adults Room would mention totally spies outside of, say, Robot Chicken. <laughs> oh, watch oh. a Robot Chicken totally spies bit. Come on, that needs to happen. <laughs> oh, no, no, I remember that Robot Chicken writers never talk to a woman in their life, so it'll just be the same slut jokes. Uh, there's nothing wrong with slut. Somebody has to do it. They did do a Kim That's Possible right. bit. Uh-oh, Kim Possible. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Still a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a much better love story than Twilight. Way better. Kim and Ron, man, that was a great couple. Yeah, I know. It kind of it's like that really did like switch it up though, for real, man. Yeah, I, I like. That threw me for a loop. That when the show was revived, they actually had the balls to not undo the hookup and you know make stories out of it. Yeah. Wait. I can I think of some shows that washed out. <laughs> yes, definitely. Also around that time, uh, September 2nd, 2001, William Street's second programming block, Adult Swim, made the premiere of Cowboy Bebop on U.S. television, along with uh, syndicated uh, reruns of home movies and original series Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Space oh, Coast Coast to Coast. Aqua Teen was in the second week. Okay. <laughs> I know, I just kind of feel like bringing that up because that is such a bit of irony. 
No one likes you, though, Dylan. <laughs> Jen likes you. No, she doesn't. She's only laughing to be nice. It's called the uh, um, obligation laugh. I can speak <laughs> myself now. What'd you say, Jen? I'm sorry, Jen. <laughs> It's okay, Jen. I said you must get a lot of obligation laughs then. Nope. But um, I get obligation head. Any <laughs> fuck? Those two. Maybe, maybe Edie will help you with that, not me. I don't know. Hey. <laughs> back on topic, gentlemen and ladies. Uh, yeah. So the significance of that is uh. Cowboy Bebop was a show that Toonami staff really wanted to play, but they couldn't because of content until many, many years later. Many, 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 many. <laughs> and Adult Swim, coming along, was uh, definitely a, a byproduct of the success of Space Ghost Coast to Coast and Toonami The Midnight Run. So, that is yet another thing. That involves Tudami's significance in the world of television. Of course. Uh, unfortunately, it has to be mentioned. September 11th, 2001 caused uh, Mobile Suit Gundam to be pulled immediately. Replaced by a two-hour block featuring Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that was a hard day, dude. That was a real hard day for me. Yeah, it was a hard day for everyone. It was for everyone. It was. And the first thing my ROTC instructor asked me when I was back in school, he was like, uh, are you going back? Uh, that, 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 was some, that was some stuff there. Mm-hmm. On the week of September 17th through the 21st, Toonami had its second total immersion event, Lockdown. There was an online multiplayer game that was multi-tiered, and it was very successful and well-received. They uh, managed to pull off the highest ratings in the history of Cartoon Network at the time, that week of Toonami, which... Now kind of makes me sad considering it was an hour of Dragon Ball and an hour of Dragon Ball Z. Well, you give the people what they want. <laughs> casual Nami. Did you just say casual about Nami? He just said casual Nami. <laughs> I love that Nami has bigger boobs now. They're so bodacious. Give me Robin. As ever. I'll take Robin too. Give me Robin, give, give me Robin. Yeah, just give me both of them, goddammit. As September progressed, Toonami added Batman Beyond, which was a great pickup. Oh, that was so much fun. The very concept on paper of Batman in high school sounds awful. It sounds horrendously bad and you want nothing to do with it. Yet... Bruce Tim and Paul Dini and their crew made a remarkable show based on that concept. To be fair, it wasn't simply just Batman in high school. It was more Batman as an old man mentoring Spider-Man. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. 
And it was great because it delved into topics that you wouldn't have expected a show targeting young people would have gotten into on a Saturday morning. And now it's on Toonami, where it was all airing in order for the first time, and they got to play the 52nd episode, which didn't air on Kids WB. And while I feel like they always played, when they played Batman, it was sort of a, hey, we have Batman now, we're playing it. There wasn't really a lot of fanfare to it. There was a nice promo, as always is the case. But with Batman Beyond, it really felt like something special. I think it kind of appealed to some of the younger kids and teenagers, man, because this dude was in high school kicking ass. Mm -hmm. It was meant to sell toys. It was meant to sell toys. Technically, all superhero cartoons are. (laughs) One of the things I like about Batman Beyond, I think I mentioned this last week, was that it wasn't simply like Batman, new guy, faces villains who just so happen to be new incarnations of the Batman rogues gallery. I think we had the Joker's gang, but, and there was a time he fought Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. But that tied into everything, but it wasn't simply just Riddler in the future, Two-Face in the future. We guess there was a vague comparison to Catwoman uh, when the first was the, uh, Ten of the Royal Flesh Gang, which uh, but, you could look at Ten of the Royal Flesh Gang as like Black Cat, yeah, like Selena Kyle. Yeah, like in fact, at, at the end of the episode, Terry asked Bruce, "No, you pro- something like this happened to you, didn't it? Let me tell you a story about a woman named Selena Kyle." <laughs> oh, and the episode where Rachel Ghoul came back showed up. Oh yeah. I do remember that one. And I think that the fact that we had Terry had a new rogues gallery that was original, didn't rely on the past, made those episodes when a past Batman villain showed up all the more special. Agreed. Especially oh, yeah. Return of the Joker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Return of the Joker, yeah. I think. That movie kind of proved that if Joker went up against Spider-Man, Spider-Man would win easily. <laughs> because that ending. Apparently, uh, when they started playing Batman Beyond, Toonami also brought OHMS team to the weekday lineup. I don't remember that. That's what I'm seeing here. Now, Ishtar provided me with a partial 2001 schedule based on things that he's compiled from various sources. It looks pretty legit. It better not be from Wikipedia. No, it's not. (laughs) It's probably pieced together from uh, episode lists on ANN, episode lists on other websites, possibly Wikipedia, and uh, Nick and Moore's schedule archives. Nick and Moore... Nick and Moore. That and he may have also raided uh, Toon Zone's old port <laughs> for schedule information. Lots of that stuff floating around. But uh, less so at that point and more so come around 2004. But man, that's a good lineup. Uh, 8th MS Team, Dragon Ball, DBZ, and Batman Beyond. Pre- yeah, sounds nice. Pretty good. 
And then on Fridays, they started exclusively playing the final season of Reboot in episodes rather than the two movies that it was comprised of. Uh, those are really cool. They they got to be... The thing about Reboot is it started in syndication in America. So as it moved to... Uh, if it, as it moved out of syndication, they were... No, it started on ABC in America. And yeah, when it moved to syndication, it was allowed to get a little more mature, a little edgier. And then once it had moved to Toonami, it was like all... Let it all fly. <laughs> because the show also aired in Canada, where they had uh, less strict standards. Blame Canada! I think that may have been Toonami's first show that premiered on a Friday. Specifically Fridays. They later used that more often, but I think that might have been the first. And, well, the Damon Rising arc was pretty interesting, involving a, a super virus. And then my two bobs, I don't want to get into spoilers, but there were two bobs at that point, and the twist ending... Still stings. <laughs> and we have still been waiting for a conclusion to reboots. Which we will never get like Symbionic Titan. Yeah. It's just one of those things. <sighs> Along with playing Reboot on Friday, they also started playing movies again. Uh, they, uh, they At that point, they played three Sailor Moon movies. Don, do you have any recollection of those three <laughs> movies? Uh, I, I've, I've watched one of them. Yeah, I don't remember them at all. I know See, what they're I've, about. See, I've watched them all. I still, I just don't remember them. It's been so uh, long. Yeah. Well, the Super movie I actually did a review of for my old show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one with the Snow Princess... And Luna falling in love with a human scientist who is obsessed with a fabled moon princess. Hmm. Which one is that? Second one, uh, Sailor Moon S, the movie. So, okay. Hearts and Ice. Hearts and Ice, okay. Uh, I, I Sounds vaguely familiar. I, I think, isn't the Sailor Moon Super S, that's about like the Pied Piper or something like that where he... Memor you know, gets kids on a boat and yeah. I don't know what the whole thing is up. I don't know what it's about. Kitty as hell. <laughs> and the final show to join Toonami in 2001 was Zoid's New Century Zero. BitCloud. Yeah. Never watch Zoids. Really? That's because you're a fucking douchebag. I... I didn't watch Zoids very faithfully, but I, I do remember watching some of it. I watched it faithfully, but that's because I'm a mech head. Hmm. That is true. That's when the mech is good. Well, that was a neat show that was clearly designed to sell toys. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely designed. Trust me, dude. The Liger Zero to... had so many variations just so they could keep making toys. Well, he had and? the Liger Zero had three. He had Jaeger, Panzer, and it was one more. I can't remember the third 
configuration. But Panzer, I can't remember. I know Panzer was the heavy one. That's the one that caused it to overheat. But Jaeger was like the speed. And if I can remember that third one, how? Oh, yeah, man, I swear. Memory ain't good as it used to be. Always <laughs> was also referenced on Venture Brothers. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Wow. Those writers, man. You just never know what they're going to mention next. Yeah. And that was the last new addition to Toonami in 2001. Overall, a, a fairly good year. At least the beginning. And the end was pretty good. The middle... Middle kind of sucked. Yeah. Okay, I remember the third um, configuration. It was Schneider. Huh. Schneider? <laughs> Schneider, yes. It means Taylor in German. Hmm. To me, it's fat producer on Nickelodeon. <laughs> no more Nickelodeon references, okay? Uh, well, at long last, we have people writing in with their memories of Toonami. So, without further ado, we'll get into a couple of emails. Brian writes in, Hey guys, I thought I'd share my memories on this time period. Everyone talks about the shows, but I'm thinking about the block presentation itself. I love the 1999 through March 2000. I mostly enjoyed Tom and the promos that he did. Everything from the lineups, the game reviews, and the speeches felt like he was the true host talking to the audience. Once March 6, 2000 came, the block changed with the arrival of Gundam Wing. Tom said nothing uh, nothing anymore ex with the exception of we'll be right back. Peter Cullen felt more like the host than Tom did. He did all the promos, even the ones that featured Tom in visuals only. There were no more lineups, speeches, or game reviews. It felt like no one was there anymore. I felt like the absolution was on autopilot and with no one at the controls. Looking back, I think I know why this happened. One, Tom 2 and The Intruder were less than six months away, and this was a temporary format. And two... Sonny Strait was busy dubbing 75-plus episodes of DBZ that would premiere later in the year, and was probably unavailable. This ultimately led to them hiring Stephen Bloom, I'm sure. I honestly was hoping that Moltar was the intruder that would take back the block from Tom. The block just didn't feel the same anymore. I also wasn't a fan of Tenchi Muyo on the block because I felt it was too comedic, I do like the show on its own merits, though. Once Tom 2 and Sarah came aboard, the block slowly returned to how I felt before, but not quite the Moltar early Tom 1 era. I find late 2000, early 2001 to be the peak of Toonami, but 2001 is a story for next time. I love to go on YouTube and watch the promos from that time era. Wish I had saved my tapes. Later, Brian. Hmm. I like that they went into the discussion of the wraparounds. I. It's all see presentations. Every means everything. Yeah, it's pre presentation is a big part of tsunami. I didn't. Huh. I wonder if he's right about them not having lineup promos and reviews and stuff in that era. He might be. I never remember seeing any. Hmm. 
But I do like the Block's look at that time. I like the kanji title cards. And, yeah. And the digital title cards for reboot. I like that look. I like that look a lot more than the pipes. <laughs> They're called. Hey. Hey! Don't cuss in front of my pipe! <laughs> <laughs> Got another email here. This one from Admiral Saito. Hey, Toonami Faithful. Hope everyone had a great weekend. All right, before I go into 2001 to 2002, I want to go back real quick. My history with Toonami is very blurry in its early years. I remember for during 1998 and 1999, there was Sailor Moon, Thundercats, Reboot, and Ronin Warriors. Probably the beginning of the of my best years watching TV after school. Now, in 2001, this was my year of Toonami. With a lot of my favorite shows, Batman Beyond, Cardcaptor Sakura, Big O, and of course, Outlaw Star. To me, though, Cardcaptor Sakura and Outlaw Star were two shows I looked forward to watching every day after school. And I would argue that Cardcaptor Sakura is the better magical girl anime to Sailor Moon. It's so Blast underrated. Me. Batman Beyond was hands down DC's best underrated series that I wish that we could go back and see on Toonami. Man, so many good memories. Well, that's all I remember. See you guys in 2003. Yeah, we didn't actually cover 2002 this time. There was plenty enough to cover in just 2001, I feel. Yeah. Yes. And I like to I like to have kind of a positive year and a bad year together if there's a bad year, and I I'm not a fan of most of 2002. <laughs> I have fond memories of 2002. I don't know what kind of memories I have. <laughs> I <was still. laughs> 2003 more so, though, because that was the year Cyborg 009 aired. Mm-hmm. Down to give his smoking Joe. <laughs> well, before we get into the listener mail, I thought I'd give Don East an opportunity to give his thoughts on Kill a Kill joining the block. Yeah. I called it. I called it. You did. Yay, give him a cookie. He got one right. Everybody gets because one. Because I'm always right. That's a fucking lie. You're full of it, and I'm right. Eh, nah. All they gonna full of today is booze. So, what about <laughs> Kill a Kill... What about Kill a Kill made you so certain that Toonami was gonna get it? It was like Girl and Lagon. They loved Girl and Lagon. Okay. And I think the style, the the action, the comedy, the pa- overall pacing is more of the Adult Swim, Toonami style. Mm-hmm. I think it's a show that could definitely push some boundaries, which... Oh, yes. I think Toonami should. I, mean, I agree. What's the point you know in what? not pushing the boundaries some? You know what? And people bring up the content, particularly one particular episode... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that episode, yeah, I keep yeah. hearing about this episode, and I'm like... It just but makes you want to watch it more, right? Yes, it, it does. does. That's the reason why we do it. And that, that episode was... <laughs> I felt so confused and conflicted. <laughs> it made me, like... Yeah, I was com- in complete and utter shock. It was uncomfortable. Okay, you guys, you guys are just teasing me now. It's not even fair. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, don't bye. worry. After the podcast, I'll tease you a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, 
sort of online did a lot of, of edgy stuff in terms of sexual content. And that was a crappy show. <laughs> so why should that air on Toonami and not an awesome show with an awesome soundtrack? Agreed. It does have an yeah. awesome soundtrack. And awesome characters. Awesome female characters. That is a nice change of pace. Besides Ghost in the Shell, Toonami hasn't had too many shows in which the lead character is female. You can argue Black Lagoon, but the... Soul Eater? The, yeah, Soul Eater, too. But in both of those cases, there's a duo that's kind of the protagonist. But Soul Eater is definitely more more maka than soul no no doubt about that yeah yeah but black lagoon was just showing that hey the women in this show don't you know yeah like i like i constantly say captain saberho is not there <laughs> nope i'm sorry <laughs> point blank captain saberho is not there hello may i speak to captain saberho he's not present right now the women are actually saving themselves if anything there's a woman actually saving a guy this time Mm-hmm. that happened a lot yes I love it. So Kill a Kill is definitely a bold choice, particularly for the first show on the block. Now that surprised me. It's, I did not think they were going to make it the headliner. But I like that because it is so comic, uh, it's so comedy heavy, even though the comedy is not necessarily family guy type comedy. It's still mm-hmm. comedy. It's actually funny. Oh, ho, 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 ho. God! Are you going to be okay, Don? Did your nest just drop, sir? Try not to scream into the <laughs> microphone. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it works out. But at it, it, the very least, it's an exciting addition. And I feel like lately people have been kind of, uh, about Toonami. Mostly because they have a rerun yeah. being the opening show. Yeah, that Attack on Titan reruns really just sucks the energy out of the night. <laughs> Like, I can't wait to... Oh, wait. It's something I've already seen. No thanks. I'll just wait. Well, at least Bleach is still kicking ass, though. Hmm. But that's because it's Bleach. True that. Well, I like to think that people watch Naruto and Bleach for... Habit. Out of habit. (laughs) Yeah, because... Brand loyalty. Like, I liked watching it. At one point, I feel guilty not backing out. Yeah, I never had that problem. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, I really, really like Naruto. Well, this is boring. I'm going to watch something else for a while. (laughs) People think I hate Naruto. I don't hate Naruto. I I like Naruto's ending. You're a (laughs) Naruto-sis. 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 Naruto gives me a cyst. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh sketchy poo sketchy poo <laughs> what am i gonna do with you well as this is uh technically a segment that is being recorded outside of the regular podcast we now return you to the rest of the podcast thanks yes, for joining us don east get off Peace.
Now, before we get out of here, we got a bit of listener mail. Tyler6 wrote in, I love you guys so much. You got Rebel Taxi. I'm his biggest fan. You're not his biggest fan. Don East is his biggest fan, and that's why Don East was on. (laughs) Don East better be grateful to me for giving up my spot. Oh, he is. Because I know him. Don't do that. He is. But he was bummed that he wasn't able to be on the show this week. I was like, I just had you on two weeks, man. You don't get that kind of special treatment, son. You ain't franchised. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't gonna be on you ain't gonna be on for a while. So <laughs> who's gonna be on? Who is the franchise here? Actually, we're all the fucking franchise. franchise. We're a fucking team here. <laughs> I give I give you a breakdown of franchise, man. It's a term that me and my friends came up when we played football. Basically, if you have been playing football with us six months to a year, you actually became franchised, and most of us have been playing football probably about five, ten years. Because <laughs> we literally played each other in high school and college, and that was brutal. <laughs> well, let me put it, the, well, as uh, Coach Belichick once said, I'm the coach here, and I'm going to make the decisions that I believe are best for the team. T-E-A-M, team. <laughs> Basically what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> More oh, yeah. or less, but it worked. Yeah, he likes to deflate balls. Oh, sour grapes. <laughs> Keep it going. I knew it was coming. Keep I'm that sorry, sour grapes to, going. I'm sorry, I had to say it, Jim. You knew Don't it was hate, coming. appreciate. <laughs> and one more email. This one from Phantom Star. My 2005 predictions for Toonami are the following. For shows, SEO2, Electric Boogaloo. Ha. Kill a kill. Bravo! Bravo. Codebreaker. Outlaw Star. Devil May Cry. Black Lagoon, Roberta's Blood Trail. And for movies, Bayonetta, Bloody Fate. DBZ, Battle of the Gods. All the Bleach movies, but... I say play Memories of Nobody and Diamond Dust Rebellion first. And for returning shows, he's predicting Soul Eater. P.S. The podcast yeah. is great. Keep up the good work. I said Soul Eater already. <laughs> okay. So is it time to get out of here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Let me actually sit up then. <laughs> As you can see, Paul is not playing. You're lazy, Paul. <laughs> no, I was, uh, I was starting to fall asleep. Anyways, he had a deal. Um, he got a little squirrely. <laughs> All right. So after Darrell shuts up, you can email us podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Please use that to email us with your Toonami talkback, as well as anything that you want to tell us about the podcast, whether you like it, whether you don't like it. Uh, if you want changes. We got some good things coming for you. I can't really tell you that on this podcast right now, but I would suggest you keep an eye at tsunamifaithful.com. So that's all I'm going to say. Uh, but again, if you want to contact us, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash tsunamifaithfulpodcast. Follow us on Twitter at tsunamipodcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr at tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. And for any of the old episodes and all the exclusives that we've done, visit podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all the episodes of the podcast. So it's time to get out of here. We'll start with you, Jen. Where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Tarzana. And I also have an Ask FM, and that's at Tarzana as well. Please send me mess- or please send me questions. I love questions. 
Yeah, yeah Darrell likes to ask you a lot of questions. Fuck, Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Fuck both of y'all, man. Mm-hmm. And discussion. Okay. Yeah, anyways. Jim, where the, can they find you? You can find me at ZeroAlucard27 on Twitter. You can also find me on the Nintendo Network at RinOku95. I've been getting some pretty good response, and I promise I'll play with you guys uh, sometime soon. I have... Uh, I have Smash on Wii U. I have uh, I have Mario Kart. So um, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff we can, all kinds of games we can uh, play together. I'm working on something right now. I made mention of it on Twitter. Uh, people seem pretty cool with it, but um, uh, I've also mentioned that the Wii U is the official console of the Tsunami Faithful podcast. So um, I'm working on something for you guys. I'm working on uh, community game nights. Um, oh. There's the echo again. Chad. What? Is it me? I think it might be. Sorry. Is your headphone? Are your headphones still plugged in? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Odd. Still echoing. Anyway, we're saying. Okay. So uh, I'm working on community game nights and stuff like that. Um. Um, I'll, I'll come up with a plan sooner or later. Um, I'm just so preoccupied with moving to Austin right now that, uh, I can't really formulate cogent thoughts at all. <laughs> um, and I've signed off on this, so this is, this definitely is the <clears throat> official thing going on. So keep yes. an eye on Jim and keep an eye on Will. Yes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we'll keep, we'll, uh, keep you guys going. Uh, there will be more concrete plans, uh, coming in the uh, weeks and months to come, just because of the simple fact that uh, Will has more equipment to do that than I do, but um, I'd like to do something console-based because I know PC isn't, you know, the most popular platform right now with uh, people. Right. So, is that all the places they can find you? Indeed, all the places you can find me. Oh, one more. Uh, you can also send me an email at jimnelson at tsunamifaithful Yes. Darrell, where can they find you? At a local bar. <laughs> I was <gonna> say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter.com. You know, you can ask me questions on Ask FM, which is ask.fm slash ukami seventy five. And if you want to send me emails, which most of you don't anyway, scared ass fuckers. You can do that. <laughs> you can do that at the Real Mad Hawks at tsunamifaithful.com. I wonder why that is. I mean, it's not like you have guns, knives, swords. Oh wait, dude. But despite having a fucking imposing <laughs> damn image, I am actually a nice person. I just speak my mind. <laughs> That's not a nice person, bro. Fuck you, man. Cut your fucking balls off, man. Are you saying that people who speak their minds are not nice people? Sometimes. (laughs) Dude, there is nothing wrong with just speaking your mind. Talking about Terrell more specifically, but... (laughs) Scared ass. Anyways, Sketch, where can they find you? Best way to contact me is you can follow me on Twitter, at Sketch1984. You can follow me on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can also ask me questions there. And you can go to ask.fm backslash sketch1984 to ask me questions as well. Because I love questions! (laughs) And you seem to get a lot of them. 
Somebody asked me, do you remember when these questions used to be nicer? And I said, no, not really. No. (laughs) (laughs) I wish they would ask me that because I might would be like, no, I don't know. (laughs) If if somebody asks you a nice question, you'd be like, is this shit for real? (laughs) I do do have to question the nice ones. Yes. You trolling? (laughs) You must be trolling. (laughs) Uh, except for rogue except for rogue and you can also contact me through the email sketch at tsunamifaithful.com if you have any comments regarding the podcast or suggestions please I would like some suggestions I'm not that creative (laughs) (laughs) no that's my job he's not that creative (laughs) oh I have ideas don't worry don't you worry sketch is going to kill me by the end of February. <laughs> if not yeah, sooner. Are... Yeah, I yeah, know. I know. <laughs> so, Sketch, you got that rope, um, trash bag, and um, also that um, Fred's hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so, Paul, wait, where can we find you? Wait, wait, wait. Time out. What's the Fred's <laughs> hot sauce for? Don't ask, bitch. You're good. <laughs> I don't want to know. You don't need to know okay. that until you find out. <laughs> exactly. Um... <laughs> I'm scared now. Uh, <laughs> you should you be. You can find me on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. My last name is spelled P-E-S-C-R-I-L-O. Um, you can also find me on Instagram now. It's Instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. I put some pictures there. You can see, as I believe Sketch put it last week, behind the scenes of me. Uh, and then you can ask me questions because... You guys have no problem asking me to sketch questions. Ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. I will answer questions, but if you turn into a dickhead, I will probably delete your question and not even answer it. And there are certain questions that you will get no comment to. He has kind of a short so, fuse. I, when it comes to those ask questions, yes, I don't have – I'm not too nice sometimes. And I, I apologize to people that are actually trying to be legitimate but if you come off as a dickhead, you may get a dickhead response in return. At Just least y'all get questions, man. I just feel, <laughs> dude, I just feel so abandoned, man. All I so feel like, I feel like, like they would ask you. I feel so, <laughs> so wrong. I feel like they would ask you a question, and they think like automatically you would search their name, find it, come to their house, and then gut them. Yeah, fuck what I'm doing for, man. That's way too much work. <laughs> well, hey. That's too much damn know. work. Oh, that's right. I forgot. You have that drone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> drone. Oh, sorry. I wasn't supposed to say anything. By the way, it has the Tsunami Faithful logo on it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, before we completely get out of here, um, we have to talk about Indiegogo. There's an article up, and this is this is being serious. There's an article up that explains the whole thing. So people that have made things confusing for others and have been misinformed, the information's up there now. This is not going to pay for everybody. This is not going to pay our whole way there. This is not going to pay for a panel, as one person put it. Um, this is to pay to help us get to Momocon and to have more people there. Okay. Large if I had more time on the between pod- having two or three people and having more right 
and to do more with Momocon because we'd like to do more. We'd like to interview more people, do some other tsunami, untsunami related things, and bring you some more stuff. But we can't do that if we don't have the people there. That's the problem. Okay, and we want to do more for you. That's what we we always try to up the ante, and that's what we're trying to do here. We're not telling you you have to contribute. We're not telling you that you have to do this. We're asking you, and we're hoping that you guys will help us to do that. Okay, so whenever we post it up, please, you know, go there. Even you know, you can donate a dollar. You can donate five dollars. You don't have to donate ten, twenty, hundred. If you want to donate a dollar, donate a dollar. If you want to donate five dollars, go ahead. You know, we're just we're looking for help to get us there. The more money we have, the more people that we can get there. The less money we have, well, the less people that are going to be there, and the less things we can do. Okay, and, th- I, and that's no one is pocketing money because basically, if I do go, well, since I am going, yeah, um, you have no choice this year. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> basically, it's to help the people who really do need the help to get there. I'm coming out of pocket for my stuff. You're yeah, not probably- paying. You're not paying for anything for me. This is just to help somebody who really wants to be there and needs. Well, to- no, 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 no. It's not one person. It's it's more well more than one. It's person. a bunch of people. Yeah. Right, and and you need to, we need to make this clear too. Like this is you know. The more money that we make off this Indiegogo, whether we hit the goal or not, the more people can come. Okay, and the the panel is is a prize in itself. If we meet the goal, then we will do a live panel there. We will do a live podcast in some way, fashion, or form. Um, but you're still going to do a panel if only two, three people show up, right? Because you yeah. got to do a panel, uh, right? I don't know. Matter. I mean, I mean, the thing is, is the, and Jim will tell you this. Jim will tell you this. It's hard to do everything that we do and then do a panel on top of it if there's only two or three of us. That right. A lot point. of times, uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, we had a good complement of uh, people there last year. And um, it was and when we did the tsunami panel, it was all hands on deck. So um, and what were some of us doing? Uh, like when Jose and I went to uh, Oticon, what were some of us doing? One of us was doing an interview, the other one was editing, or the other one was doing a uh, industry panel, something like that. Right. I mean, so, like, as soon as we hit a con, it's kind of like, you know, you may have, I think, like, the first year we did it, we didn't have that much time to rest at all. We was basically working the whole time. Right. And, I mean, it's it's just not, it's nonstop work for us. We work hard and bring you the stuff. It's not a vacation. Do. No, it's no, not. it's not a vacation. I mean, yeah, okay, fine, we get to all see each other. You know, that's kind of that's the benefit of it. We get to see each other, you know, and, and that's that's one other point I want to bring up. You know, a lot of people and I don't know if this might be news to sketch, but a lot of people want to see sketch. Yeah, you know, I can't bring sketch to a con if we don't have the money to do that. You know, you guys really have said that, oh, I want to see sketch or I want to see this person from the podcast. How can I do that? If we don't have the funds, you know, I'm funding all the rest of this other stuff that goes on with the website. You know, if I could, I would bring sketch. If I had the money, I would bring sketch. I'd bring everybody, you know, but I don't have some millionaire backer being like, oh, here, take all my money and just bring everybody. If that was the case, we'd be at every fucking con. We'd be at Anime Boston. We'd be at uh, Otakon all the time. We'd be at AWA. AWA. I mean, we we would be at every single con that we think is. We'd be at Otakon Vegas for God's sakes. Now that we know that they're gonna be fucking 
you know, that's a possibility now, oh, too. Shit, I mean, Otakon Vegas, dude. I'm sorry, oh, boy. Dude. I'm going you know, to, I'm basically getting drunk and I'm going to gamble <laughs> and I'm hitting up, I'm hitting up a buffet, dude. <laughs> The, the point is, is we're not begging you for money. We're not expecting you to give money. What we're asking you to do is to help us to make this year even better than the last year. Okay. We don't have, we don't have Jose this year. I have to bring Matt and even Adam, if we do more stuff, well, either one, I don't know. I, it depends on who I'm bringing, but one way or the other, you know, you're going to get content. Yeah, we're going to get content. We're going to do the same things we do, but we want to try to bring you more. That's basically what it is. Um, so please help us out as much as possible. Again, this isn't for this isn't for one person. This is for a bunch of people on this podcast that want to go but can't because of their situations. If they want to tell you what their situations are, they can tell you. But, you know, there again, that's up to them. That's their personal life. I'm not going to put it out there for you. Hi, my name is Darrell Maddox, and um, I'm only going because I have a broken heart syndrome. And <laughs> and I forced you to go this time because you yeah. promised. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, I didn't promise. So. Yes, you did. I told you if you didn't go last year, you had to go next year. Fucking the next year after. So guess what? Verbal Fuck contract, that. bitch. <laughs> and by the way, I will be there you know, either I wish, way. I really wish I could fart in my mic right now just to get your response <laughs> So here, let um, me help you out with that. Oh no, dude! Mine probably sound like a two or something. <laughs> <laughs> and one other quick thing, and and again, please, guys, whenever you see a link, help us by retweeting. That'll help us too. So, um, and get the word out. Get see if people would you know like to donate with us because you know, again, any help that you could help help us with would be greatly appreciated. Now, one other thing, and I'm not going to announce it on this podcast. It'll be next week after it's already probably been announced in a press release. Um, something big is happening on the podcast. No, it does not involve Toonami before that even comes in. And by the way, for people that are saying on the Toonami, on, on the Toonami podcast Twitter that it's a show, um, how many times do we have to tell you that we're not Toonami? And can you read? I'm a librarian. I just want to ask you. I'm a librarian. I'm going to ask this one time, and I'm going to say it. Reading is fundamental. Oh my Do God. you need Hooked on Phonics? Oh, my God. Hooked on Phonics. Oh, my God. Like, I, I don't understand, like, how many how many of you do not understand that this podcast is not an official podcast. Don't get me wrong. Maybe one day I would like that to happen, but it is not an official podcast. Okay? This is if a it was an official podcast, I wouldn't be able to say half of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true he wouldn't be trying to grope jen um <laughs> there'd be some real hr problems then hey, I'm um jen right now dude oh, jesus christ oh jen so um Thrill. keep an eye on tsunamifaithful.com i'm not gonna say it, it should be out by the time this podcast comes out oh you coming so out paul no i'm not coming out anyways um <laughs> the, our announcement fuck you Darrell. we'll be out <laughs> At, by the time this podcast comes out, hopefully. If not, it won't be too much longer after that. It's called paperwork, people. I have to take care of paperwork. So, oh, so that's about it. Blood, huh? Whatever. So that's about it. That's it for this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us each and every week. But that's it for us. Peace. We're out. Deuces! <laughs> <laughs>